This is Kyle Juszczyk, and you're listening to Nothing But Niners. This is Charles Haley. You're listening to Nothing But Niners. So now they've got to start from deep in their end of the field, and Garrison Hurst takes advantage of it. Takes the handoff. Quick to right. Gets to the 20. He's on the 30. Needs to cut in. He comes back up the right sideline. Breaks the third tackle. Comes down to the 30. He's out of the 20. He's out of the 10. He's out of the 5. He's out of the right side. Preseason week one is over. It's in the bag, and I'm here to review it all. Now, I want to say a shout-out to Miss Debbie. I saw all the pictures of you out there, the practices and stuff like that. Now, I'm a little jealous, Miss Debbie. I'm going to start the show with a, a hat tip to you, okay? I'm a little jealous. You got the guys the hats, and you sent me some. And I'm not jealous about the hats that you sent them. I love the hats you sent me. What I'm jealous about is, since then, I believe every single one of the guys have worn the hats that you got for them except me. So today, I'm paying some homage to you, all right? So this is the hat that Miss Debbie got me, and it still don't fit on my big-ass head with all these dreads. But hopefully uh, hopefully I get this all straightened out, and, you know, I'll, uh, I'll be able to wear them one day, one day, okay? So, yeah, guys, man, I want to thank you all for checking us out here. First and foremost, if it's your first time here, make sure you guys hit that like and subscribe button. Turn on the notifications uh, so you know exactly where we're going live for breaking news videos and content like that. Give us a follow on some of, some of our social media platforms. We have Twitter and Snapchat. Those handles are nothing but nine ERS. That's the number nine, nothing but nine ERS. We have Facebook, Instagram, as well as Twitch. And those handles are nothing but Niners, spelled all the way out. Some underscores in there, some no underscores, some capitals, no capitals. I don't know. If you have questions, comments, concerns for the show, even some feedback, we appreciate all that stuff. Make sure you guys send them over there, okay? Right there, NB9 ERS at nothing but Niners. Dot com okay nb9 ers and nothing but niners.com all right now mm, oh oh yeah oh i think we got it right here oh i think i think we got it right here oh that's gonna be it that's it right there uh i could rock this and it ain't going nowhere yeah 
All right, guys. I'm your guy, 49ers Mike underscore NFL. Hey, yeah, yeah. What's up to everybody in the chat? Shout out to all of you guys, man. First comment in here knows how we start the shows, man. Dutch in the building with the click, click, boom. I like it. T-Man, what's going on? We all gas. No break. Oh, you want to hear the Wayne intro? Okay, I, I got that for you. We're going we gonna to sign out with that one. Breezy, he said, sing it, Breezy. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to do that at the end of the show, okay? Um, now, guys, don't worry. It's not going to be just a mic show tonight. Uh, other people will be joining on later on. Don't worry. All right. So, uh, oh, snap. Look, look. Live from the 718. We raised the eight every time Poppy raised the weight of that weight. What's up, Nick? What up? What up? What up? Let's go. Show him that cap, baby. Let him see it. Let him see what it is. Show him the goods. Let's go, baby. Ah! My man repping. He is repping. If you don't know that football is back, check out Nick rocking the gear at the workplace, man. That's what I'm talking about, big dog. Let them know. Y'all see know the shirt. It. Y'all see the hat. It is what it is, baby. Know how it goes. Yeah, man. Yo, bro, listen. We about to break this all down. Shouts out to everybody in the chat, by the way. Again, thank you all for checking us out. And, and, and turn, you got turned off. Uh, oh, you turned it already? So. Oh, okay, yeah. All right. So, yo, man. I'm. You know, before before we start. We got to go with the news. We have to, we have to break down all the news. Uh, there were some press conferences and stuff. Where's my phone? I got some news and notes and nuggets and all that good stuff in there. Um, Kyle Shanahan had his presser today. Uh, he gave us some injury. Oh snap! He gave us some injury updates. Um, they, why do I still hear? What is happening? Hold on, hold on, hold on. We getting a little bit of feedback from another show. Oh, okay, okay. My bad, my bad. I get it. All right, so. Um, he gave us some updates, man. Uh, I'm going to start with my guy, Jalen Hurd. Uh, <laughs> Kyle was asked if there was a setback. Now, I know there was a little bit of debate on whether or not he was asked about it in the chat. Uh, I did go back and listen. And the reason uh, we weren't able to hear it all, give me a thumbs up when you're ready, bro. Uh, the reason we all weren't ready, able to hear it is because when the question was asked, it was when the plane was going over. So it was like, hey, Kyle, did have any, any setbacks? And he was like, no, no setbacks, but... Uh, you know, he comes out, he does his individual drills, and based off of how his knee feels, he either practices or he doesn't. Well, Jalen Hurd's knee was still feeling a little eh, so they kept him out, and that's okay. That is okay. But I do want to ask you guys this question. Do you guys have a problem with Hurd missing the practice, even though Kyle says he's going to get looks and he's going to get plays out there against the Chargers this week? I mean, I have a problem up until I got feedback that. Oh, you, you got echo? Yeah. Um, right now. Check, check. It's still here. Um, but no, I have an issue with it up until, like, look, man, you know, we got to be down to one. I think we got to cut one more guy by tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you're going into, you know, week two of the preseason. Week three is the dress rehearsal. And then you're going into season like week one of the season. And when you're not practicing and you you've only played, you know, a handful of snaps in a preseason since you've been here, like my my theory on the whole thing is is you gotta practice. We've heard we've heard from receivers, we've heard from Brandon Ayuk, we've heard from Debo Samuel, you know, we've heard from the guys that it takes a while for them to learn this system. Um, and it takes the reps and the less reps that he's getting, it worries me more 
because are you going to take a spot from somebody that's been practicing and learned this playbook because of your draft position um, and not because and, and based off of what you can do, but not what you have done. Um, so I'm, I'm a little I'm a little worried about it. Um, I think Jalen Hurd is a, is a hell of an athlete if he can stay healthy. It's just I don't see him staying healthy right now. And I, I think it's a big concern that he's not on the field. If it was anybody else, we would be saying the same shit. We were we all went through this with Jimmy Ward. If he can't stay healthy, get rid of him. If he can't stay healthy, get rid of him. Every year, in and out. you know. And the reason that Jimmy Ward is still here is because of his work ethic. Like, he works his ass off. And he ended up, you know, becoming a, uh, you know, staying semi-healthy, I guess you could say. But to me, I just don't think it's right or benefits this team, no matter how good of a guy Jalen Hurd is like Wes Welker said, you could be the best guy in the world. You can know the playbook. You can know all the plays, but if you're not practicing, you're no help to us. And I kind of, I kind of, I kind of feel like that's the, the best route to go for this team is looking out for the team itself, not each individual player. And you do what's best for the team. And right now Jalen Hurd's not practicing and other guys are. And if we lose a guy that knows the playbook and then we're sitting around waiting for Jalen Hurd to be ready to play, we're taking a hit on this team offensively. All right. Now I went on mute while you were speaking. Did that get rid of the echo? It did. Okay, cool. Yeah. Tony, any concerns uh, if Jalen Hurd is not practicing uh, today, but Kyle says that he's getting uh, practice and he's going up against the Chargers this week? Absolutely. It's concerning. Um, he only had one productive day with the three catches. I think it was Thursday where he had that day. Um, in my opinion, if he doesn't participate in these scrimmages with the Chargers or doesn't play in or at least dress for the, the final preseason game, I think he will go from, you know, having a chance to make the roster to being completely on the bubble, but on the downside of the bubble because, you know, you got to be on the field. You got to play. You got to be available. You have to get reps. You have to learn. You know, there's only so much stuff you could do on a whiteboard and watch a film and sitting in a, in a classroom setting. You need to be out there. You need to get a rhythm with, you know, your quarterbacks and stuff like that. So I, I think it's concerning. But, I mean, listen, he can come out and have a monster of a week and then we could all go, look like idiots talking about this. But on his track record, I, I just think it, it is concerning. All right. So I I think that everybody is looking at Jalen Hurd because they want him off the team. That's what I hear when I hear the responses and reactions from you guys, because we have seen so many players get maintenance days, rest days, and it's not a problem with anybody else except Jalen Hurd. I don't understand this. But you're talking about proven veterans that are getting rest days, not guys that haven't stepped on a field. No, no, we've got we've got some people. Name it's, name five people that got veterans days. Javante, name five. Days. Five people aren't getting veteran days. Is Javon Kinlaw a proven veteran? No, he's he got a long way a lot go. more than what Hurd did. Yes. He's got he's got a long way to go. He's not a proven veteran. He hasn't proven anything. He's projected to start and he played significant roles in 2020. So he is a proven starter on this team. He's a starter by draft 
position, not by merit. Right? No, and he's a starter because the far as Buckner's not here. And that's if I had a pick six. Replace. <laughs> he's come on, don't do that. You guys, he's not, know. He's, not a, he's not a starter because of the fact of where he was drafted. Yes, he is. Javon Kinlaw didn't show you. All right, never mind. We're going to argue opinions. Not going to do it. That's fine. That's cool. That's cool. Here's why I'm not flipping out about the Jalen Hurd thing because it's maintenance. This is preservation. This is getting him ready to be able to play and participate and produce. But that's the thing, a, Mike. If I it was an injury, I would be concerned. It's not an injury. This is him nursing an ACL. Nick Bosa hasn't come back from his ACL. Why do we expect to have for uh of Hurd out there? Nick Bosa Nick, has done less in practice but, but this season. Listen to what I'm saying. Nick Bosa has done less in practice this season than what Hurd has. No, Nick Bosa has not no, taken no, no, part. no, 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 nothing. Nick Bosa hasn't taken part in any team. Okay, reps. what team reps has Nick Bosa okay. taken? What has he taken? Has Nick Bosa taken a single team rep? He's done 11 11 snaps, he's done a handful. Okay, he works he against the sled every day, though. he does one on ones. He's not on the side of the field walking around and doing stretches and jogs and sprints. He's not, he's doing more than that. He's not, he's not participating in 11 11s, he hasn't done it. Okay, Mike. He's doing all sled work. And when 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 Hurd can't go out there in 11 on 11s, he's doing the same thing Nick Bosa is doing. He's pushing a sled? Do wide receivers push a sled? So what is he doing? He's doing whatever one-on-one drills that they work on with receivers. Oh, he's, he's running not routes. participating in okay. activities. Okay. I, I don't understand. Like, all right, you're right. My, my you, thought process on this, though, Mike, is I understand where you're trying to come from. But you also have to understand that they are two total different players. You're talking, you're talking guys that are starters and have played a significant amount in this league, just from whether it's one year, whether it's two years, whatever it may be, to a guy who hasn't touched the field in a meaningful game in the entire almost three years that he's been here. So he hasn't guys, played one Nick Bosa, regular season Nick game. Nick Bosa doesn't need the practice. You've heard this before. You've heard this. He's okay not taking those snaps because he is a professional. He is and knows what he is supposed to be doing. Jalen Hurd doesn't. Jalen Hurd didn't practice all of last year. Didn't practice all of this year. Practiced up until the preseason when he got hurt in his first year. So the Niners should just put Hurd out there and let him re-injure something that is swollen or having effects from the last time he was out there. Just to satisfy everybody, everybody's personal needs. Instead of getting him healthy and making sure that he can out, actually go out there and produce or play, we'd rather him just go out there now when he says, hey, my knee's a little tight today. Instead of, you know, uh, take, take, instead of taking a maintenance day, we should rush him back out there just to satisfy everybody because he's never but, taken a snap in the no, NFL. You have, said, to, you have to evaluate something, okay? Nick Bosa got maintenance days, but both had torn ACLs. Nick Bosa had a little more than a torn ACL. Both, they get maintenance days. You're 100% right. Nick Bosa has no setbacks. Nick Bosa gets his regular scheduled maintenance day, but he does not pull himself out of a drill saying, my knee hurts. Hurd hasn't had any setbacks either. There's not been a setback for Hurd. They pulled him out of practice a couple days ago, Mike. They didn't pull him out of practice. He didn't practice the team drill. This is the problem. You love Jalen Hurd, and that's it. That's the issue. 
That's the problem. I don't care what you say. I'll say, give my defensive rookie of the year, defensive end, Nick Bosa, a maintenance day coming off an ACL. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Nick Bosa hasn't had a maintenance day. He hasn't been cleared to practice fully yet. He has not practiced fully yet. Kyle said it in the presser today. We hope that after this week, he gets back in there with the team. He has not joined the team yet. Okay. They're both right. recovering and working their way back up. Right now, Herb is further along than Nick Bosa is. That's all I'm saying to you guys is that he's if he was re-injured again, I'd be concerned. Like, damn, another injury. All right, that's it for this guy. That's not where he's at. They're he, being cautious. He had knee swelling. That's what he said. That's what he, yes. he literally said. Yes. So that's a setback. That's not a okay. So you're, you don't think players knee swell throughout the season? If your knee, if if your knee look, if you come off an injury and your knee starts to swell again, that is a setback. That, that is something to do with the injury to where you cannot practice on it. That is a setback. Swelling, tendonitis, anything in the knee, that is a setback. If if that particular position on Kyle your literally hurting, said, literally said it's not a setback. He literally said it's not a setback. He said his knee felt bad. We weren't going to put him out there on it. Those are Kyle's words. Go, now go tell Kyle, yeah, it is. Tell Kyle he's wrong. I know so if it's not a setback, then why isn't he on the field? Because his knee I'm, – I'm, I'm talking in circles. All right. Hey, listen, you guys got it. He had another injury, all right, or, or a setback. So, all right, I get it. You guys are concerned. I asked you guys if you were concerned. Your answers are yes. I get it. I respect that. I'm telling you guys I'm not concerned because he hasn't been injured again. It's not a new injury or anything like that, so I'm not concerned about it. Now, I do have another player to ask you guys if you're concerned about. And that is Javon Kinlaw. Now, he had a shoulder injury, and Kyle's saying he's going to be week to week, not day to day. How concerned are you guys about that? Definitely concerned. It has nothing to do with Jalen Hurd, by the way. It's definitely concerning. How does he get a shoulder injury when he's not practicing in 11-11s? He practices a day, he sits out a day. He practices a day, he sits out a day. You know, his, his knee's swelling up. He flew cross-country. His knee swelled up for a clean – he had a surgery to clean up his tendonitis, whatever the issue was. It flies to Santa Clara. He has a knee swelling. He gets off the plane. They hold him out because of the knee swelling. It, it's, you know, a man that's six foot six, 320 pounds, already having issues with a surgically repaired, cleaned-out knee is very concerning. And I, I said that. And now it's a shoulder. So how did he hurt his shoulder? Nick, what about you? Any thoughts on Kinlaw and his uh, his shoulder injury? Yeah, I mean, it, it's definitely concerning. Uh, one, because he's a starting player um, on his defensive line. Um, two, it, it you know, how did he get injured? Where did he get injured? Why did he get injured? I mean, I can't say why because injuries are injuries, but it, it's definitely concerning. I mean, he's a starter on this defensive line. Um, he already missed, he already had a shortened season last year, um, you know, with no preseason and, and training camps and things like that. So yeah, this is, this is concerning. It's concerning when he's not on the field, uh, just as much as it is with Jalen Hurd, because he's a new player who had no off season last year or no, yeah, no off season training. And he still, he look, he started coming into his own a little bit towards the end of the season. But it's still a concern for this team because he's supposed to be 
a high-profile player on this defensive line, and if he can't practice, what good is he for this team? And and, and I'm going to hold standards to him just like I hold Jalen Hurd to standards. And so, yeah, it's a concern to me. Yeah, I was, I was, I thought that Kinlaw probably could have benefited the most from going up against a different offensive line. I thought this week would have been very, very important for him in his development. You know what I mean? Like, I thought that this was going to be a, a great opportunity for him. It sucks that he's not going to be able to participate, and we don't know when he's going to come back. But uh, you know, it is what it is. Uh, now, really quick for the people who are out there, the reason we wanted to do this show tonight as opposed to tomorrow is because the cutdowns are due tomorrow and we were going to try to predict who are they going to be but it's it's all but one now right Kyle was Kyle wasn't even quite sure he believed it was one more during the presser I've seen people say that that the five was already met so I'm going to ask you guys do you know which one it is is it five or is it or do we need one more still should just be one more they cut Burgess <clears throat> Payne Vander Vanderdose Webster they put what's his name on the IR Watkins, and I sign Kendrick. So it's one more they need to cut. <clears throat> one, two. All right. Oh no, 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 no. Be- oh yeah, Webster. No, I forgot. I said him. Yeah, Webster was cut this morning. So, so here's the million dollar question: Who is the next person to be cut? Um. <clears throat> After yesterday's performance, Richie James. No, I don't think they. I don't think they cut Richie James yet. I think they. I think they cut him. Like he'll be one of the last cuts. Um. I, I think. I, I think it will probably be. Um. I'm trying to think of who. I think it was some. It will be somebody defensively. Uh. Donut. Yes, it is a donut. <laughs> See, the floating donut. It's a balloon. It's for my daughter's birthday party. And she turned seven. Seven. It's backwards in the camera, but yeah, I got. I, I understand. I get what you're doing there. Um, I think it would be somebody from the defensive line, to be honest with you. I just don't know who. I'd have to look back and look at everything. Yeah, I've been I've been sitting here trying to figure out who it is. Um, you know, and earlier I was like, all right, it could be Richie James, right? And I I don't know. I don't know anymore, man. I don't know. This is this is it's not that it's tough, but you got to figure out which guys you want to see more from. Which guys you believe are already going to make the team? Um, I I don't know. I don't know if I had to. Let me look at the. Uh, let me look at this roster. Let me see. Let me see if I can figure it out really quick. Uh, see, the problem is that the roster hasn't been updated on the website yet. In the app, um, I I don't know. I don't know who it's going to be, and but it's going to be a cut where we're going to be like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Right. Yeah. See, this this comment here. I don't want to see James anymore. I think a lot of people feel that way. I think some coaches might feel that way. But 
I don't think that they let him go just yet because he can still go. Like, let's say, let's say they decide um, Simba is going to be the return guy, right? Well, if you know that, do you keep running them out there or do you let Richie do it and then cut Richie because you already know who your return guy is going to be? Like, how would you guys do that? No, if he's going to do it, then you put him in there to do it. During preseason? Like, yeah. Like, let him get, get the run there because, I mean, it, it's just like everything else. Like, you, you want them to get snaps there. You want to, you don't want him to come out and be like, okay, well, you know, let's let's try him out here and see what he's doing. But then, like, okay, let's stop doing this and put Richie James back there because you still, A, even though it doesn't matter whether you win or lose, field position and stuff still matters because there's different things that you can try with your your offense and defensively and things like that. But you still want good field position. You still want somebody to be able to, um, you know, return the ball well. And you want to see a spark in that end, which we all know that special teams have been horrible for the San Francisco 49ers for the last – three years right and i've been i've been saying richie james should have been gone a long time ago that he shouldn't have been returning kicks and it's funny that everybody's starting to notice it now where it's like you know i was listening to rob louder and kp today and they were talking about i'm tired of seeing richie james come out take the ball from seven yards deep and only make it to the 18 to 20 all the time and he goes down first contact and i'm like we were just saying that like i've been saying that for three years like, yeah, because he had one kickoff return against Seattle that he's this prized glory. No, he runs timid. He doesn't – like, you seen how Webster took off? It, it was like, I'm going to catch the ball and take off. Richie catches it, runs five yards, and then tiptoes. So, it's like, I understand, but if he's not going to do it, you keep him around right now for a camp body just in case. Uh, give breaks and things like that at receiver. I think he'd probably be one of the last cut. But then you go to the fact of, you know, let Webster, Simba, that's his name, right? Simba Webster. That's his last name, Webster? Yeah, yep. Um, let him do his thing and, and, and get affiliated with it. Um, what, about, what about Sean Coleman? Sean Coleman could be a cut. I'm saying, do you think he's going to be a cut, like the one that's coming up? No, I'm saying no. he could be. He could, but I don't. I don't know because of the fact that they need those linemen right now. All right. Okay. All right. Especially the tackles, right? All right. I like that. What about? Um, nah, they, I don't think they'll do it just yet. I don't think they'll do it yet. I was going to say, what about Josh Rosen? But. I think they have to see, like uh, Kyle just said that the he did say today the third team reps uh, are going to go to um, Sudfeld. Sudfeld this next preseason game. He did say that today. Uh, so if Sudfeld has a good showing, it could be uh, it could be bye bye. Um, yeah, could be bye bye Rosen. So all right. Um, now listen, man. Tony, 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 Tony. I gotta ask you this question, man. I'm gonna put you on the spot here. 
You ready? Yeah. Preseason game is over. You turn off your TV. No, well, I know you didn't do that. You got ready to watch it again at one o'clock, but you turn off your TV and you sit there and you, you're thinking about the game. What are you thinking about the most after watching the full game? Has done it again. Feels good. Yeah. <laughs> what am I thinking about? That 80-yard bomb from Triplett. It is, right? Yeah. That's that's just like resonating in your soul. Like you just can't quite get over it. You can't shake it. It was like something you just got you just constantly thinking about it over and over and over. So let's see what the fan reactions were to that. All right. I got a couple of uh did I upload the pictures? Oh shit. I might I might have forgot to upload all the pictures again. Did I? Was he in the trash? Oh, yes. Oh, man. Oh, man. All right. So, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna show this one. Now, Tony, you ever seen the, the uh, movie Next Friday? Yes. You have. Do you recognize this scene here? No. All right. This is cool. So Josiah Johnson tweets Jimmy G every time Trey Lance throws a pass. And now this is it was a gift. I obviously didn't it didn't capture the gift. Okay. But in this scene, <laughs> Day Day and Craig see the neighbor Darla, this Hispanic mm-hmm. girl. And Craig's like, Yo, I'm gonna go talk to her. He was like, I've been trying, man. You wasting your time. Ain't no need of you running over there. She ain't gonna give you no play. I bet you don't get none. I hope you don't get none. <laughs> so when I saw this tweet, I laughed so freaking hard. I thought this was well done. I thought it was funny as hell. Uh, I really, really enjoyed. I really, I really enjoyed this one, man. Um, what? <laughs> you don't even have to say anything if you don't want. But this was this was a funny tweet. Um, here's another one from another fan. Uh, this one is from uh, this one is from Graham underscore SFN. The more fans see of Trey Lance, the more they are going to want to shift towards wanting him to play sooner. Once Kyle opens up the offense like he has in practice with Lance, it will be impossible to close the floodgates if and when that happens. What are your thoughts on that, Tony? I agree 100%. I do. Kyle's salvating right now. So you don't think that there's a chance? You don't think that there's just a little bit of Jimmy still the guy? There's there's a very strong possibility he goes with Jimmy week one. Um, but I just – I don't understand how you can't surely consider Trey to start week one. I don't – especially what he did in that game. Here's, here's a couple more reactions. Uh, from fans, uh, not just fans, but well, actually, yeah. Uh, let me let me let me post the ones from the fans more here. Uh, this next one here, our SF forty nine er. Shout out to our guy Raj. Says thoughts on Trey Lance here uh, on his debut, and then it was a whole thread. You can see there's fifty seven comments here. Uh, I like this one right here. It was a good debut. Kyle Shanahan needs to let him do more in there next game though. 
a lot of people felt like Kyle Shanahan was maybe holding him back a bit. Is that something you agree with? Yeah, I mean, every coach holds their players back because they don't want to show their hand. There's no reason to run to get dig deep into the playbook and run the option thing that he was working on with Debo on a pitch, uh, RPOs. I mean, the league has to know RPOs are coming with this kid. It, it's a given. Um, it fits his strength. It's a strength of his, and it fits his skill set. So it's inevitable that they're going to run RPOs. But he offers you more than that. And I honestly, the hell was that? I honestly think. From me, my point of view, he answered a lot of questions in this game. And just real quick, I just want to touch on something. Going into the half, he was 5 of 11 with three drops, mm -hmm. one touchdown for 128 yards. That says a lot. Yeah, yeah. And it's not like the drops were like, ah, oh, they could have been a little too high, a little too low, a little behind them. Three of those drops hit receivers right in their hands. So I don't want to hear that. He could have been going into the half at 8 of 11 with a touchdown, but probably he left at 128. He'd probably be about a buck 65, if that, if not higher. Right. You're right, Marine Ranger. His play action is great. Want to know why? Because that's what he was taught at North Dakota State. And that's why he is more NFL ready for Kyle's offense than any of these quarterbacks. Justin Fields, he started off slow versus the, the, the opposing team starters. They put the second and third strings in. That's when he opened up, and that's when he started running around. All right? They didn't – Nagy didn't do what Kyle did. Nagy showed stuff with, with Fields. Kyle didn't show nothing yet with him. So, I mean, listen, to each his own, that's what he preferred to do. Kyle chose not to do it. Kyle tried to put him in a position to try to win from the pocket. And he did for the majority of the time, minus a couple blown assignments with pass protection, drop balls, um, and stuff like that. So, I mean, there's there's a lot. You put a rookie with his back in the end zone with the ball on the half-yard line, all right, and, and I want to see you show me a rookie do a three-step drop and hit a 35-yard completion. You want to know what was – At all. So – I know our, our offensive line took a lot of heat following the game because of how bad they were. But what, something else that was very impressive about that play in particular was Kyle trusting them to not get a, a, a holding call or something, knowing that the quarterback was back there and in the end zone and all. I know they took a lot of heat during that game, but that was a good play. <laughs> that was a good play all around. Uh, Trey stood tall in the pocket in the end zone and delivered a beautiful pass. He saw the defender fall down. I'm not, I don't know if that was the, the first read or not, but when that defender fell, Trey was like, oh, there it is. He saw it so quick and went right there. So I really, really like that. Um, I got one more for the fan from the fans, and then I'm gonna go to a couple of national or uh check mark guys talking about Trey Lance. Okay. Uh this one was here, Roscoe's Mr. Uh Debo Samuel was hyped for Trey Lance. He knows. Right. And we've seen this all, all through practice that the players are excited and everything like that. Right. Um, so now I, I was going to start the, the ones with the check marks, the media people. With this one here, but we already went over that. Here's another media guy that the faithful might be familiar with. And this is Joe fan. Uh, he has two tweets here. I wanted to read uh, Trey Lance is that dude. That's the sentence. Uh, Rip the bandaid off, start in week one and live with the rookie bumps on, in the road. Huge comps to Russell Wilson versus Matt Flynn. 
for Seahawks in 2012. Play the upside, period. And then he doubled down on something here. Going to be fascinating. Going to be a fascinating scenario to see it play to see play out. No matter which quarterback Kyle Shanahan picks, the fan base isn't going to have much patience. I thought the first tweet here was phenomenal. I thought the second tweet might have been even better, Tony. Now, we mentioned on this show the Russell Wilson and Matt Flynn thing before. How one guy was given the big money at the time. Mm-hmm. Now back then it was a, it was ten million dollars, but that was a long <laughs> time ago for a guy that was, you know, unproven, right? Uh, that mm-hmm. was similar to the contract that Jimmy got, especially looking at it now. Um, and then, you know, Russell Wilson just went in and lit the world on fire. Third round pick, number three pick. See what I did with the three there? Made it tie together. Okay. Uh, and then you got the skill set. Russell Wilson-esque. Okay. Um, but Joe Fan's second tweet. No matter which guy Kyle picks, the fan base isn't going to have much patience. They're going to expect perfection. And as soon as they don't see that, they're going to be calling for the other guy. True or false? False. I don't see them calling for Jimmy. I think this fan base bought in to Trey Lance, obviously, for what we gave up to get him, the hype around him, what he showed in this first preseason game. Yes, granted, he threw into a couple tight windows. I understand that. But this is a kid that hasn't played football in over a year due to his season being canceled due to, due to COVID. Um and, and this kid, he he came in and it was pretty damn smooth and didn't miss a beat. The stage wasn't too big. The lights were not too bright. He made maybe two or three throws that could have been, you know, two. One definitely should have been picked. The second one was questionable. But for him to do it and the ball get knocked down and brush it off and try to do it again, that's what you want to see. You want to see that doesn't – you don't want him to be like, oh, shit, maybe I, I shouldn't do this. Like, you know, it's this is this is too fast for me. I can't handle this. No, he, he kept going. He just kept fighting and tried to get that window. He just has to realize that the windows and the speed of the NFL game is a little bit faster. So a throw that he could have got away with at North Dakota State, he's going to have to put a little more zip on it um to get it into a tight window but listen all things that are correctable he came in to otas looking like this they gave him 40 days to work on his craft his his uh his skill set he comes back he's a better quarterback so therefore the trajectory is going to be continued to go up with him he's a workaholic he puts time in he's always trying to correct himself and not for nothing look at him at the podium he handles himself like a, a professional veteran quarterback who's been there before. The kid played at the FCS. He doesn't even know what a podium is. So he did his interview. He was good. He answered the questions. He admitted where his mistakes were. He said he's going to go watch the tape right after he gets off there, and he's going to work on his mistakes. That's what you want to hear. Now, the one route to Jawan Jennings, Jawan Jennings came back to the ball a little bit, and it probably would have been completed. Um you know, these are, it's preseason. You know, I want I, I I've been slamming my fist on the table this, to, to to get this point out, and I, I don't think I'm going to see it. But I want to see this kid behind that offensive line, the starting offensive line, with the starting weapons on his team. And I promise you, I think he will continue to rise. Uh, Ravi asked, uh, "Did you hear about what Sims had to say?" about how Trey throws. No. 
I didn't. I did not. I'm sorry. Um, Ravi, if you want to type it up, I'll try to click it and, and show you guys. But um, I, I, I don't know what he said about it. I don't know. Um, now, could you pull up the 10.10 p.m.? James Williams comment. He put, he said, Tony Lance threw into tight windows because he was rattled. I, I don't think he was rattled. I think he was put in a situation where he wasn't comfortable doing something. I don't think he was rattled. He was put in a two-minute offense, which he didn't do at North Dakota State. This is something new for him. So he tried to be aggressive with it and and, and keep the offense moving. And we were on during our live broadcast show. I said what I think, what was it, like eight minutes or seven minutes left on the clock? I said, I would love to see him try to get into a two-minute offense right now. They didn't do it, but that's what he struggled in, a two-minute offense. Not only the two-minute offense, but the offensive line in front of him. Sean Coleman had a horrible game. He was like a turnstile. People were running around him all day. Uh, he continue, On two plays, he blocked down and just totally neglected the, the free rusher. I mean – you know what do you expect? The kids, the kids got a free man running at him. You know he took a sack. It, it is what it is. He didn't throw the ball into a into a. He didn't throw the ball up in the air just to get rid of it and cause a pick six with a turnover. No, he took the sack. Should he have just thrown the ball away? Yeah, but not throwing in a situation where it could have been detrimental and flipped the possession and, and put Kansas City in a spot to to get into the end zone. Um, so I, I don't think he was rattled. That's one thing I will say. I do not think Trey Lance was rattled at any point in this game. If there was a point where he could have potentially been rattled is when he was standing in the end zone and did a play-action fake on a three-step drop and hit Warner on an out route. That's the point. I think he could have been a little like, eh, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm in the goal line, da da da, da. But he, I don't think he was rattled. I just think he was – he. This is the first time he ran a true two-minute offense in his career. Yeah, and that two-minute offense, he did it twice. Uh, I don't think they expected him to get the ball back again. He did it twice, and those were the two drives that he looked the worst. He absolutely looked the worst. And I could understand how a fan would say he looked rattled. I, I do understand what James is saying. That's the only time. Rattled means uncomfortable, right? And – I think I think he did look rushed. I think that he looked like it was something unfamiliar, uncomfortable. So I, I can see how they how he says rattled, um, not not necessarily in a negative way, just something like you said he's unfamiliar with. You know what I'm saying? Um, and you know you talked about how they gave him those 40 days to work on his mechanics, and he he showed all of that all of that right. He showed them like okay, I did it. I, I did exactly what you guys wanted me to do, and those mechanics disappeared. During that two minute, those two those two two minute drives that that he had. So I understand what James is saying. I don't I don't think that he meant it in a negative way. So I, I could be wrong, uh, but I don't think that he meant it in that kind of uh, negative light. All right. Um, uh, Robert Slavin says Kyle has not unleashed Trey yet, but wait till you see. I mean, this is this is what everybody is saying, man. This is what everybody is saying. Uh, they think that there's going to be some a big, big thing coming here. Um, Robbie told us what Sim said. He said he said that he throws it too hard in certain situations. I didn't see any passes that were. I don't even think he threw threw it hard. And they're situations. probably they're, they're, he's probably trying to say the out to Richie James. That ball was not thrown hard. It was thrown with the exact velocity. 
It was thrown with the exact velocity and touch that it needed to get to that point. Mm-hmm. Because that wasn't that wasn't a hard throw from Trey Lance. If anybody thought that that was a hard throw, you didn't watch him in college because that kid has some velocity and some serious zip on his balls, Paul. Um, and that that wasn't it. That wasn't it. So if Sim said that he's looking at, you know, just the highlight tapes or you know of the game or whatever, but that what that wasn't hard at all. Um, so no, uh, thumbs up when you're ready, bro. And then we'll, we'll, we'll get, we'll get him in here. All right. Oh, oh, I thought he was eating. Cool. Boom. I am. I am eating. Y'all <laughs> Y'all been talking Niners for how long consecutively now? Y'all are, y'all are animals. Yeah, man. This is, it's this it's season. It's Niner season, baby. It is the season, baby. Hey, look, you see the hat Miss Debbie got me? Oh, that's Hold on, let me let me let me zoom in on this. Oh, wait, oh, that's different. Let me go solo here. Got the the rug. Oh, sorry about the tag. I didn't take it off. Look at that. Oh, that's so different. She, she, I think she thought I could put my locks through here, right? Right. You see how thick my locks? Are? Like, bro, I just tried. Undo the, just undo the strap, bro. I did. I, oh, okay, so watch this. Look how big my head is. <laughs> Can you? Totally you see this? Yeah, I see it, bro. You see this? That don't look too bad, though. No, I, I like the hat though. I love the hat. I'm gonna get uh, y'all. Y'all gonna see Mike gonna tighten it up somehow. I'm gonna tighten it up. I'm, I, it's okay. I'm gonna be back. I'm gonna be back. That's funny. Back your hat, yeah, your hat game too hard in my head, bro. <coughs> your hat game go, go on the couch, huh? Your hat game goes on the couch. Yeah, it's gonna it's, it's gonna have to be added to the collection up here, man. Uh, all right, so let me get back to some more of the uh, the public. Uh, for, Wayne, complete the. Say what the GIF is saying. Jimmy G, every time Trey Lance throws a pass. I'm testing Wayne's uh, movie knowledge here. Oh, that's uh, that's next Friday. <clears throat> what, right? was what, was, what was he saying right here? I don't remember, dog. I'm sorry. Oh, damn. Wayne let me down. Because oh, next Friday, <clears throat> it was a good movie, but I don't know it like I know Friday. Oh, man. The one, this, this had Baby D, and I don't know how you ain't remember this one. That's crazy. Because it wasn't as good as Friday. Like, Friday is the, is, the, is the only one I know, like, verbatim. I'm just being honest. I got you. I understand. Now, with this one, what was this was the, I bet he don't get none. I hope he don't get none. You don't remember when uh, oh, he was talking to Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. We're going to continue with what some of the um, the public uh, people had to say about Trey Lance. The national media was all uh-huh. over this guy. Uh, PFF even posted his stats here. Oh, all right, boy. y'all know I don't even really vibe with PFF, but what I found interesting was the comment after the stats. The future right. looks bright, right? <laughs> yeah, Trey Lance's rookie debut. He was five of fourteen. That's not impressive. No, right? not at all. That's one hundred twenty-eight yards. One of them was eighty yards. I don't think that's that impressive. Uh, with the one touchdown that was also on the 80 yards. So if you take all that into consideration, I don't think that's that impressive. However, well, the 80 yard pass was impressive, bro. I don't, I don't no, no, know. No, no, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, by itself. I'm saying when you look at the totality, like when they post the stats, knowing that that one pass was in there, oh. I'm saying, like, I don't think that's impressive when you look at it that way. Gotcha. Right. Um, but, but, and this is a, this is a big but, right? They said the future looks bright in San Francisco. Oh yeah. If another quarterback posted that incomplete uh, that completion percentage, do they say the same thing at PFF? It depends. But if you're talking about quarterbacks as of right now, a uh, hell no. 
Right. But, but they understand the situation that's going on in San Francisco. And they also understand what the word context means. Mm. They also saw three passes dropped, a couple of other passes that could have been caught. Mm. Right. And so, and then they are, uh, yeah, I'm sure they factored in those two passes that could have been interceptions because they were super tight coverages. Uh, but they're factoring in the context, guys. And so I didn't think PFF ever did that. Ah. And so I'm glad that they're they they're Trey Lance fans. That's what that means. <clears throat> ah, uh huh. Talk your shit, Wayne. That's mm-hmm. what I'm talking about, baby. All right, some more from the national media, uh, talking to, and what they had to say about Trey Lance this week. All right, now check this one out here. And Wayne, man, you got me like I got to be on my game, man, because you be getting clips and stuff, and I'm like, damn, I can't do that too. I can I send can't. them to you. Just tell me no, to send them to you. No, no, no. It's cool. It's cool. Check out uh, uh, Brett Coleman. Start trade Lance or we riot. It's time for a change, y'all. Y'all know the song by that group, The Time. It's time to make a, I mean, the whinings. It's time to make a change. We are the people who can do it. Trey Lance is the people that can do it. They're ready, man. They're seeing that this kid has potential to be something we've never seen before. And you got to understand, 49er fans, some want Jimmy to come in and be successful. I get it. But Jimmy's limited. There's not one person out there in the world that doesn't think that Jimmy is limited. Even if you want Jimmy to succeed, you know he's limited. And so me personally, give me the kid that's going to make some mistakes and let him get out there and get some game film and get whipped into shape, man. Because what happens if, if you wait two seasons, now you lost two seasons on this rookie contract that you're trying to take advantage of, and now he comes in and then struggles? Like, what happens when that happens? I say let him get in there and do his thing, man. You know what I mean? And so that's what you're getting from uh, today's media, man. They, they want to see this kid play. They feel like he could do things Jimmy can't. And it opens even, – even Kyle Shanahan knows that but he's just waiting for the right time. Now, Tony, you were gone. This is the comment that we're on right here. Start Trey Lance or we riot. Damn. Your thoughts? Gonna, if I said that, I wouldn't have got 2,000 retweets. Man. You know, you know something, Wayne? You said that, right? If you look at every other tweet I put on here, I don't put the numbers. Right. I don't put the stats. And you notice that right away. I don't put the stats for any tweets ever. The only time you see the stats is if I do a run-on like this one, where it's right underneath it. And But I wanted to get the second comment here from Joe Fan. That's the only reason. I never, ever do that, bro. I always cut out the stats underneath it. And you notice that right there. You know, my man, Breezy don't miss a damn thing. Start <laughs> Trey Lance or we riot. Tony, you marching, man? You marching to Santa Clara if Trey Lance don't start? <laughs> um... No, because you have to trust Kyle. That's what we want as the fan base. Um, you know, all the reasoning behind the trade, given what we did to get him, the reason why we did it, uh, the contract situation with Jimmy, our salary cap moving forward, all the dots, all the stars align. But, you know, he – and I know Jed York says, oh, I'll pay him, don't worry about it. But let me tell you something. If this kid continues to traject, like progress and, and – shoot upward and, and keep ascending, you have to put him in, in my opinion. I, I, I mean, he just gives you a different element. And, and if we want to start spitting facts, you know, I don't know if you want to go into this right now, Mike, but 
three for three, 36 yards. I'm just saying. You, you, okay, listen to me, guys. We saw a quarterback come in here who hadn't played football in almost a calendar year. And he was 100%. You not hyped about that, bro? Hyped about what? 100%. No, I'm not. Jimmy didn't look rusty. He looked confident. He went out there and said, this is what you're asking me to do. I'm going to do it, damn it. Not good enough for you, bro? I, it, but it, it's, it's just Jimmy. What happens when the defenses play him differently? He can't do the Jimmy things. You know what I'm saying? But I was I was excited that he went three for three. And I think I, I, I said on, I think it was Brett's show, that Jimmy was leading his team to a scoring drive until Russ was it Russ Dwelly that got that penalty that whole that hold penalty or whatever no, it was Warner he did a pick so it was an offensive oh pass Charlie Warner I knew it was a tight end just couldn't remember who it was it, yeah that pick play legal pick and once that happened I was just like ah oh, man and and then we went third and long and then boom we did the regular Jimmy stuff we had the punt but he did look sharp he rolled out to the left. Had its first pass to Brandon Ayuk, right? No, Debo. Debo Samuel, I'm sorry. And then like he looked sharp on those on those throws. Wait, so his know. first pass was the Debo. And then the other passes were as far as ball traveling in the air. They were all yak yards. Yeah. That's the issue here. Right. Now you see Trey come in and you see a totally different mindset. Now, listen. Trey, on both instances, to Mahomes, uh, to, to Mahomes, to Ayuk, where he rolled out. The first read was Sherfield on a 15-yard on a comeback. He was open, um, but he rolled. I, I don't know what happened if the safety jumped around, but he was open at one point. Safety came across. He rolled extended time. He threw it a dart to Ayuk, bounced off his hands. He could have threw the ball four yards shallow to the fullback with nobody there. But no, he went with the extra four yards to try to get closer to the first down and move the chains and potentially get a large gain with Ayuk. Um, then he came back on the route with Sherfield on the 80-yard touchdown pass. Okay, Took the snap, play action right, boot to the left, set up, flipped his hips, looked downfield. He saw Ayuk on a shallow cross. He easily could have made that throw. No, I want to go for the shot. Boom, down the field. 80 yards, touchdown. Now, did Jimmy do anything like that? Man, hell yeah, I seen Jimmy do it in the game, bro. What you talking about? Jimmy did that, that in the hat, Saints game. That hat squeezing your head too tight, buddy. He did that in the Saints game. That that throw to um, Emmanuel Sanders. Oh, you mean the throw Emmanuel Sanders made? No, the bomb to Emmanuel Sanders. Oh yeah, the one that he had to come back. Five yards. Yeah, the one he fell down and, and got up and run. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sherfield didn't do that. Listen, wait, wait, wait. Before before we move on, I want to, I want to, I got one more, one more tweet here from national media, and then I got an audio clip to play on it. Okay, so check this out. This one here, I couldn't believe this. I couldn't believe this one. Skip Bayless. Skip freaking Bayless. I think this is a skip. Is this his first time making our show? I don't think I've ever posted anything here by Skip Bayless. 
Yeah. Best play I've seen all night, and I've seen a whole lot, was Trey Lance's 80-yard touchdown pass. Roll left, plant, whip, rocket back across the field on the button. I said before the draft, he'd be the best of the top QBs. I stand by that. Clearly, listen. Skip Bayless must pay attention to my tweets. And no. start Jimmy because this mon- this guy jinxes people. Start Jimmy. Uh, uh-oh. Oh, okay. I like Tony's thinking. But listen, man, he uh he he elaborated on the show. Listen to what he had to say. Hold on, check him out here. Hold on. Let me let me let me get my volume up on it first before we uh all right, here we go. You guys ready? I, I don't think I hit the right volume here. I think that was my ringtone. If I ran the 49ers, which I obviously do not, I would start Trey Lance because I told you before the draft, he will be the best of these young quarterbacks. He's got the biggest arm of these quarterbacks, mm-hmm. including even Trevor Lawrence, who has a nice, easy, effortless yes, sort of velocity. Yes, yes. This kid can really wing it. And this kid got thrown into the fire on Saturday evening at home against Patrick Mahomes' team. And, right. and you don't think there was some pressure because Patrick played a, a, just a few plays like right. Brady did, but you don't think there was some pressure looking across the field of that course. Patrick Mahomes warming up like, uh-oh. And then Trey gets thrown into the fire against Steve Spagnolo, who played his starters for the first three series. They all played like 11, 12 snaps, where he did have to contend with a starting defensive unit for a little while. Right. While his offensive line was all backups across the board. So what Spags do to him? He blitzed the hell out of him. He was coming after him. He went down four times, and three of them were just flat-out blitzes where somebody came completely free. Right. And the kid wasn't ready for it because not only did he get no help from his running backs, but I think he was under strict orders from Kyle Shanahan, you will not run the football. We're not going to call any runs for you today. I want you to survive this. I want you to get out in one piece. Mm -hmm. So let's not do anything crazy, extemporaneous. Let's stay in the pocket and see if we can master the pocket before we master broken. So he said something that I thought was very interesting, and I want to ask you guys about this. Um, At the very end there, uh, he said he was talking about Kyle. He basically was saying Kyle didn't help him out with the play calling. Now, I don't know if it was on this sh- on the live show uh, during the game or if it was on Brett's show, but we mentioned this before. Now, I don't know if it, 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 on Brett's show it was, it was Wayne and myself. Uh, if it was during the live show, all of us were there. Um, we said that Kyle was clearly holding him back. Does Skip Bayless know enough about Kyle to, to know that? Like, how? Is it, is it painfully obvious? Like, what, what, how do you interpret what, what Skip said there? I mean, you can go over the whole thing, but I thought that end part was very, very interesting. Yeah. Like, it, it, you could say he held him back, but it, it's like I said, it's preseason. You're not going to show your true hand. Um, you know, there's a lot of positives, and you got to throw the arm strength and the ability to whip it down the field to the side. We knew that coming out of college. My my biggest thing that caught my eye was command of the huddle, control of the line of scrimmage, um, footwork and dropping back, reading the field, not just locking on the one, looking for another receiver, another target, um, you know, Rolling out of the pocket 
to create time for a receiver to, to open up or break off a route and show his numbers. There's a lot of positives in the goal line with his back against the wall, makes a big throw, um, got hit a couple times, bounced right back up, had a fumble, had a strip sack, ball was recovered, but still went back out there, wasn't timid. He kept fighting, and, and that's what you want to see. So besides the arms, besides the arms strength, like someone just said, his second sense in the pocket wasn't good. I thought his pocket awareness was good. He knew when to roll. He knew when to move. It's just when you have a free runner, a free rusher coming at you, it's hard to do that. He also knew when to take a sack, Tony. Yes. He also right. he, he didn't just stand there and get blasted a lot of the times. He's folded. Exactly. He just went right down. And the ball. That's right. different. That that there's a there's a talent even in taking a sack. And I sound like I'm on this kid's nuts. I promise I'm not. I've seen court. We've seen CJ Beathard stand tall through sacks and get blasted. We, mm-hmm. How many times did we watch CJ Beathard and we yelling at the TV? Why didn't he like helmet to helmet? Where's the flag? Where's the flag? Because he stands tall and gets blasted. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. he even knew how to take a sack. I think his pocket awareness was better than what people are thinking. No, I, I agree. And, and you know, you, you just you, you got to give him time. You got to just let him keep developing. Let him keep grinding. He, he's going to be the guy. I'm telling you. But you know, it, it's up to it, it's up to. And I I love what 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 he said. The pressure of being on the same field with Patrick Mahomes. I totally did not even think about that. But he played against Patrick Mahomes. Like, granted, it wasn't the whole game. He was on the same field. They were warming up. Like he's like what he said. That's a very good point. Some people would play. Excuse my friend. Shit their pants and panic. Like, oh my god, this guy's here. You know, stuff like that. But you got to realize something. This kid is a lot more polished than what people are giving him credit for. And again, like I said on previous shows, give it to all North Dakota State coaching staff. Tony, is it Jimmy's fault these receivers did not get open on that opening drive? Okay. Just so you know, I did not put that up there for you to respond to. I was oh, going I won't through do. all the things. You can respond to it if you'd like because you're speaking. But really quick, Jorge, you asked a question at the very top of the show. If we mentioned during the live that we were going to be there in uh, Los Angeles for the for the game, I I never said that. I don't I I don't know if Brian's going to that one or not, but I I don't know uh, if any of us are making that trip. Just so you know. All right, so go ahead. Um, go ahead, Tony. Okay. Um, as far as the whole Jimmy situation with the receivers being open, um, on the third and fifteen where he checked it down to the running back, you I, I'm not sure who the receiver was. I, I think I I want to say it was Jawan Jennings. He probably ran 15 to 16 yards, maybe before the line, before the first down marker. He ran a, a crossing route. And you see, like, because of the TV view with the TV cameras, you catch him, like, literally in the corner of the TV, you see the one, and I think it's the five, coming across. And if Jimmy would have had his eyes on it, instead of being so quick to look down and dump, he could have made that throw. I think it's in the middle of the field. He loves throwing in the middle of the field, but he could have made that throw if he just waited an extra second before dumping the ball down, for before actually committing to dump the ball down. It was there. It was a split second, but 
You want to wear the big boy pants. You want to make the $27 million a year. You got to make that throw. You can't be safe and check it down. So getting back to what we were talking about, all of this talk of like, you know, Jimmy check down, Jimmy check down, Jimmy. Oh, he made throws. He rolled out of the pocket, hit Debo Samuel. Yeah, he did. But the ball traveled two yards. So what does that tell you? He's not willing, unless, listen to me, unless it's Kyle calling the offense to get the ball in the players' hands and let them make the plays because of a lack of confidence for some strange reason. But you want a quarterback that does what Trey, Trey Lawrence does. Like, you saw it. It was there. Like, you can't say it's not there. It's not true. But, you know, it is what it is. It's his first game as a 49er, first game in the NFL. Um, if Kyle chooses to go with Jimmy, that's it. But all I'm asking for is if he chooses Jimmy, it's Jimmy until it's Trey. I don't want to see these bullshit packages, things. Like, no, Jimmy's your quarterback. You want to make your decision to switch it, then you put Trey in. No situational football with the quarterback, rotation of quarterbacks. I don't like that. I agree. All right, Can't Wayne, be. swallow, <clears throat> swallow, <clears throat> get everything chewed up. You good? Yeah. I need to know what you thought about what Skip said, bro. I, I'm confused at 49er fans because some of us get mad when people don't talk about us in a positive way. And then when people talk about us in a positive way, they don't want to accept the fact that people are talking about it in a positive way. So I'm confused. But from my opinion, I don't know about skipping his bad juju. Um, but, uh, he's speaking what he's saying, everything everybody else is saying. And then we say, well, we need to see what Trey Lance could do on national TV and out there in the real game. And then he comes out in the real game and he does, you know, something that we're just not used to seeing. Um, the pass wasn't 80 yards, right? The pass was something and he ran for 80 yards, right? Like that's it probably it like a 40, Yeah, like, you know what I mean? Something so, yard pass. But the, but the fact is like, I agree. I'm, I'm I'm cool with Skip. I actually like Skip. Skip doesn't bother me like he might bother some of the other people. I like Shannon as well. Um, but dude, he's saying that Trey Lance. I I, I see. I, other than experience, what can Jimmy Garoppolo? What is Jimmy Garoppolo? Can, what can he do better than Trey Lance? Other than just having game experience and taking the team to the Super Bowl. Yes, Mike. Two-minute drill. Okay. That's experience, though. Rep. I'm not caping. But that, and to, for me, that's experience because he, he, he dealt with reps in that. Trey Lance has never dealt with that because Trey Lance has never been in that situation. And so, yeah, you got you to gotta, – this is why – this is probably why Kyle was saying he's not ready, right? He doesn't do the two-minute drill well. He might not do the four-minute drill well. Who knows? Trey Lance has never played that in college because they've always been up by a gazillion points. To where they probably never had to do a two-minute drill or a four-minute drill. So I agree. I agree. But to me, that comes with experience, guys. That's common sense. It's common sense that Trey Lance shouldn't be good at a two-minute drill if, he, if he's never really done it, right? And so is that what we're banking this thing on? Or do you want to go up, have a quarterback that can possibly come in and, and have your team up by, you know, 21 points, at the end of the game, like, do you need the two-minute drill at that point? Like, I feel like that's what you'll get from Trey Lance. Like, you know what I mean? But, hey, I'm with Tony, man. Even though I agree with some of the things that Skips is saying, 
Trey Lance should be the starter, blah, blah, blah. I'm with Tony until he's until Kyle says is he is, then he isn't. Like that's what it is. I, mean, I, I want to ask the group the, the chat something. Um that pit looked dope. My 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 question is if you come out, screw the 80-yard touchdown pass, screw the 35-yard from the end zone, the throw to Richie James that he dropped, does Jimmy Garoppolo make that throw? Well, hold on. Can he make that throw? And put the ball exactly where it was on Richie James's hands. Can he make that throw? Oh, those fries look good. Nah, I, I don't we think so. We know Jimmy can't throw to the sidelines like that. We right. I, I, I that. like no. It's it's. I saw him do it his first year here with Trent Taylor on the sidelines, and a couple times with Marquise Goodwin. Yeah, but we don't even know if those throws were super accurate because we didn't pay him any attention because those players probably caught the pass. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. They were accurate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because some, well, I remember one of them. Well, I don't before, remember them being was, super it accurate. Was, it was Trent Taylor specifically. He did the toe drag and caught the ball out of bounds. And brought it down to the ground. When he landed, his whole body was out of bounds. But he did the toe drag. He I think I remember that one. Now again, those were third and twos, third and three type situations. Not the depth, like the third and sevens, the third and eights. Right. So right. I, you know, I'm I'm trying to give Jimmy some some props here. He used the sidelines and the boundaries. His when he those five games I'm talking about. Let's keep in mind what I'm talking about. Those but again, look, it's, again, it's it's situational though. It, 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 it's it's short yardage. It's what he's great at, which is good, right? But then there's going to be defenses that figure that out, right? I'm going to take away your shirt. You're going to have some defenses with some really fast linebackers and some really good front eights and and stuff that's going to be able to take away that short passing game. And then you need a quarterback that could do something a little bit different. And I'm not trying to say Trey Lance is Superman. So whoever said that, neither is Jimmy Garoppolo. There, there, there are no Supermans in the NFL, last time I checked. But Trey Lance gives you a different element on how to play the game. He's going to make the defenses play honest, number one. And, and on top of that, you're watching him throw the ball down. If he's not afraid to take that throw. So, yeah, we got to see it more. It's not consistent. We've seen it in one game. So maybe if you guys see it in, in a few other games, maybe. I do want to answer this Blue Nose Pit uh, question. Thank you so much for the contribution. First of all, Mike, that pit looks sexy, dog. Like, you see that, Joe? I ever tell you why I don't trust Blue Nose Pits? No. I can't. They don't have the eyebrows. Like, I, what, I know, like what the hell? Hear Mike? Me Hear okay. me out. I okay. know dogs don't have eyebrows, but dogs have, like, this thing where, where their eyebrows should be. And Blue Nose Pits don't have it. And as beautiful as they are, I'm like, I, if I can't read a dog, I don't want it. I don't go near them. I like, understand. I'm a dog person too. Y- y'all, y'all know I'm a big, I'm a big dog person too, right? But blue noses don't, they don't have that that thing that's up there, and it freaks me out. It freaks I got you. me out. Um, off topic for Breezy as a fellow rap genius. And then it feels like the comment gets kind of cut off. Did I hear that new Nas song, Death Row East? No. I need to check this out. So Nas came out with two albums in the last year, and both of them are fire. They're all wow. produced by Hit Boy. They, listen, you know, like, you know the biggest criticism with Nas was he can't make a beat. Or he, he can't pick a beat. He Bro, can't pick a beat. These albums are incredible. Wow, I got to check them out. Album. 
since they're not main mainstream, they're probably fire anyway, right? Like since they didn't no, go. Mainstream. I mean, they they're on all the streaming services. They're, they're, no, no, what I mean, mainstream is by he's not picked up by a big distributor. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. Not like he used to be with Columbia Records. He's probably no longer with Columbia, right? Which means yeah. it's, I'm not yeah. sure what he's what, what he's on. I'm not sure. But thank you for the contribution, bro. Yeah, absolutely, one hundred percent. Thank you for that. Sorry, I I didn't mean to uh, not not respond to that. Um, all right. So I got one more thing I want to share with you guys. So we're talking about Jimmy and this is going to transition to the next topic here. Okay. When you guys take a look at this tweet, uh, more importantly, the picture that's here. Uh, so if you guys are looking on your computer screen, you might want to make it full screen so you can see the picture. Well, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo's reaction to the ADR touchdown pass from Trader Trent. Uh, he has handled this entire situation about as well as anyone could, in my opinion, he deserves some respect for how he's carried himself during this entire process. Uh, photo credit or picture credit to VSF Niners underscore. And you see Jimmy is elated in the background. I mean, literally fist pumping. Okay. Like as if he threw it himself. And no, I'm lying. Because if Jimmy threw it himself, he wouldn't have been reacting that way. Uh, Jimmy don't usually get that excited when he makes those passes. My question to you guys is this, though. He deserves some respect for how he's carried himself during this entire process. I'm not going to say anything else. I just want to get your guys' thoughts on that. He deserves respect. The fact that Tony even got to repeat that part is 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 is, 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 bull, is bull crap. Like he deserves respect. All right, go ahead, Tony. I'm sorry. I don't know how I feel about it. Look at the private chat, Wayne. So I mean. I, I guess if y'all if y'all want me to go first while y'all think about it, I just listen. Jimmy doesn't have a choice. I I don't I don't know, man. I, he he's still a team player. He's still he's still playing with the team. You know what I'm saying? Like he's not he's not bitter. I don't think he's excited about knowing it. I mean, the, the Niners came out and said it. We called Jimmy uh, when we made the trade. And he wasn't happy about it, but he said he understands. Like, what, what, how else is he supposed to act? I guess that's my question. How else is he supposed to act? I don't, I don't know. I mean, what is he supposed to do? Pout? The guy's making $27 million. He knows he's on the out. You pout, they're going to get rid of you because you're becoming a distraction. So, like, why, how, I, I don't know. I, I don't, I I don't know. I am loving these reactions here. <laughs> now look at this. They're all through it, man. Look at that. Jimmy has class, right? Yeah, but what's the alternative? <laughs> give me 27 million. I wouldn't give a buck either. <laughs> He's a class act. He's already getting 22 million a year. Want more respect? <laughs> Respect ten. I, I don't. Man, I don't. I, I don't. drive a Dodge Stratus. I'm an assistant manager. I deserve respect. They don't even make that car. <laughs> they, they don't. I am loving these comments, yo. Y'all are the MVP. All right. I'm sorry. If I'm stirring the pot, I apologize. I, I, I wasn't trying to. I'm not. I'm. I'm really not trying to. I just don't know. Like, do they expect him to pout, hold out to to demand request a trade? Like. 
what 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 were the alternatives? The alternatives were he could have quit and and walked away and be could've. broke. I mean, that's an alternative. You asked me what are the alternatives. I'm not saying he would, he should have did that. That, but that's an alternative. He could have quit and then bet on himself and tried out for a different team, I guess. Or he could have demanded to get cut and did something to get let go. People get fired from work for doing dumb stuff like not showing up. You know what I'm saying? Like there, there could have been a whole bunch of things how, how this could have went. But I don't, I don't understand why he deserves respect. I mean, this is a business. People are going to get. Rep- I can't hear you, Mike. No, no, I was, I was shutting up so you could finish. Oh, this is a business and people get replaced. So your job is to go out there and do your job. Like, go out there and, and be the best version of you you can until your time has come. That goes for everybody, though. And make it hard for the rookie to take your job. Right. Oh, my God. Like, right. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not coming out here to, to damn, I'll, it's going to sound like a shot. I'm going to say it, but disregard what happened this last game okay i'm not coming out here to throw five yard passes and be safe with the ball i'm gonna show y'all what i got ignore what happened this last game because that's exactly what happened this last game but i'm saying make it hard for this rookie to take your job you know what i'm saying like that i i just don't know what else they expect now norcal has a very interesting comment here that's why i left it up here he's a better than better man than me i get annoyed about all the lance questions when at the podium let me tell you it is a pet peeve of mine. I hear the questions asked about other players when someone else is at the podium, and I get annoyed. You know what I'm saying? Especially for people who don't get a lot of podium time. Like when they when they bring Lenore up. By the way, Lenore after the game, way different than the first Lenore presser. Did y'all, oh, yeah. Did y'all, it was so oh, much more smooth. Smoke. It was like no nervousness in him. He spoke well. He knew exactly what he was talking about. Listen, the kid just want to play football. Don't ask the kid about anything else unless it applies to football. You'll get a great answer and response from him. I was so proud of that young man back up. I was like, okay, like that's what I'm talking about. The jitters were at the podium. Like it was the nervousness in speaking. He sounded nothing. I was like, this is this is Lenore again? Y- y'all sure? I was so proud of him. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, so. I don't know if y'all have anything else on that. Uh, and then we're, we're going we're gonna to wrap this thing up soon. We're going to try to wrap it up soon, I should say. Um, look, 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 here we go, Miss Debbie. All right. I like that one. I like that. He wants he just, he just wants a chance to compete. Uh, respect Someone said that. in the chat that Trey is so inaccurate, and I love it. What does that mean? I think it would be sarcastic. No, 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 no. They're probably looking at that five of 14. Well, the sarcastic in a way saying like, we're talking all this stuff about Jimmy, but Trey Lance is so inaccurate and I love it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like I think that's what they're taking a shot at. Like, I get it. Trey's inaccurate. But <laughs> okay. so is Jimmy. He just wasn't inaccurate in the, in the, in the 26 yards that he got <laughs> in the first preseason game. Like, we, we see bad stats from Jimmy as well. Hmm. Wayne, you want to take this one from Sean? Maybe Jim, Sean, shout out to Sean, my brother Sean. Maybe Jim uh, doesn't know that Trey is there to take his job. Or they told him they were cross-training the placeholder to throw in case he got injured. (laughs) It's Jim, first of all, I know Jim knows that Trey's there to take his job. How do I know? Because they they say it to him at the pressers. 
Like, I, I think it was his first presser, and they said something to Jim, Jim, Jimmy James, whatever you want to call him. Hey, man, you know, you know, you know you're going to be getting replaced and such and such. And I was like, oh, my God, they can't say that. Like, I know I heard it. I might not be saying it verbatim, but they said it. Jimmy took that joint on the chin, though. He took it on the chin and kept it moving. I mean, he's a, he's a true professional, but, hey, look, I, I know we're tired of talking about Jimmy and Trey, but guess what we're going to be talking about for the rest of the, the time these quarterbacks are here? Jimmy and Trey. Yeah. Well, we're going to transition from those guys now because I'm going to challenge you guys here, okay? This is my surprise questions for you guys. So I've been listening to all the other podcasts and watching all the videos and stuff like that. And, you know, we're, we're, we're pulling out individuals from preseason. I'm going to change it up a little bit, okay? I want you guys to give me three. I want you guys to give me three, okay? Three topics here. I'm going to ask you all each a question. No repeat answers, all right? I want the best position group that played on Saturday. So uh, I don't wait because because we're going to do no repeats here. I, I need you guys to do a rock, paper, scissors shoot to see who goes first because someone might. Tony, you can go first, Tony. Oh, look at this. That was so nice. Yeah, I'm trying to be oh, on my Jimmy. Now he's saying go. Now y'all got to do rock, paper, scissors. I'm Tony. trying to be on my Jimmy G. So go ahead, Tony. I'm, I'm going to. He gonna... said no, you go. So now y'all got to do rock, paper, scissors shoot. Well, Mike, you go first then. Damn, I didn't expect that answer. Position groups or play? I want no. I don't want individual players. What position group played the best? And I, I got one. I so got go first. One. All right, I'm gonna go with the corners. That's what I was gonna say. I think. See, that's why I wanted y'all to go. See, now you can't say them. See, you know, that's I, fine. But the <clears throat> I think that we were all so worried about the the depth behind Verrett and Mosley. That we were like, man, these guys are going to struggle. Uh, we we were unsure about Lenore. We were unsure about Ambry, uh, Thomas. You know, we, we didn't know what we were going to be getting from the guys. Dante Johnson. I mean, we all have our own opinions on D, on, on DJ. Um, but what were these guys going to do? And I didn't think that the the, the corners looked horrible. I, I think that I expected worse. So maybe that's why, especially with no serious pass rush. How many sacks did we get at the, by the end of the night? One. I could, uh, I believe so. Yeah. I honestly, I honestly, I don't know. I honestly don't know. I wasn't trying to, you know, uh, lead y'all or anything like that. But for there to not be as much pressure as I as I thought we would get from the interior defensive linemen, um, I was very, very impressed with the corners. And so uh, I, I have them, believe it or not, as my best group for the entire night. Not, I didn't say DBs. I didn't count safeties. Left some wiggle room for you guys out there, but. I, had, I really, really had, liked the corners. What'd you say? We had a, we had a few sacks, bro. Yeah? Oh, okay. Had like almost I think we had four five, sacks. Four or five. Really? Yeah, I'll read them to you. Um, James Burgess, who was cut, got a sack. Alex Barrett got a sack. Eddie Vanderdust, who was cut, got a sack. Uh, Darion Daniels and Jordan Willis shared a sack, so that makes it four. Okay. All right, so you get a sack in the preseason with the Niners, you get cut. Then again, we knew that. Remember a couple of years ago they did that with uh, Marcus Rush, led the team with sacks, and they let his ass go. So yeah, but those guys were brought in at the very last. I'm just messing around. I know. <laughs> All right, so good. now which one of you guys are gonna go? Breezy, go ahead. No, Tony, you go. Rock paper scissors shoot. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll go. go. Okay, get to that, Tony. Go ahead, go, go, Breezy, go. 
Um, I thought the re- I. Oh no, I can't. No, you see hang that. up. No, 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 you hang up. I love you. I love you more. No, you hang up. You hang no, up. Okay. All right, you gonna hang up on the count of three. One, two, three. Why you ain't hang up? Ah, I hung up on your ass. All right. Um, you said just the corners, right? I like the secondary as the whole. I thought the safeties played well too. Um, I'll go with the safeties. I thought they played well. I thought Hufanga, who started number twenty nine, who's rocking the old tart number. I thought he started. Uh, he had that that penalty at the very beginning. Um, he does he he does struggle taking angles. We talked about that, Tony. Um. But I, I thought, in general, he progressed throughout the game. Jarrett Maiden had some nice pass breakups. Okay? These are depth. These are pieces that I didn't even think Jarrett Maiden might make the squad. So I thought that the safeties played uh, relatively relatively decent. And I think, in my opinion, Hufanga had, like, the best night to where there's a small, small possibility that he may, depending on the rest of his camp and preseason games, be the starting strong safety for the 49ers. And so if he can show and prove that he's grasping the concepts on defense as far as, you know, Tony talked about him lacking speed and things like that, he he clearly has football instinct. You know, you can't teach that. He has that. Uh, But if he can stay healthy and get better in pass coverage and understand the recognition of the plays that's going out there, and he outbeats uh, Tavon, uh, oh, my God, Wilson. There's a possibility he can be that strong safety, the starting strong safety. Uh, I know they signed Ha Ha Clinton Dix, but that does not mean he makes the squad, guys. Uh, there's a possibility that they brought him in just to get him a workout, get him acquainted with the 49ers, and then possibly bring him back if something else goes down, you know, someone else goes down. So I like the Hufunga. I like the safeties. All right, Tony. I'm going to go wide receivers. I like what I saw from Jennings. I like what I saw from Webster with the ball in his hands. I like um, the biggest thing that really made me pick this was the first pass to Debo Samuel. He's back. He looks good. It was a, There was like a four or five-yard hitch, a quick hitch, and he took it and just – bolted down the field, took people on his back, carried him, and was tackled. Um, I think our wide receiver core in in total is going to be set to have a decent year this year. I I expect big things from the two starters. Uh, Sherfield, I don't have to say much about that. We, We saw what he did. Um, I'm just really happy with the way the receivers performed in this game. That's that's an interesting take. Um, because I, I, so I told you guys there was three. I'm going to ask you guys the worst ones, uh, the worst groups, and then I was going to ask you guys which groups need to improve. And I'm going to say that I had the receivers in my, I'm not, you know, this isn't going to count. I'm not going to go first, but I had the receivers in my needs to improve because. There were so so many drops, like easy drops too. We, 
I didn't see the drops that happened. None of them were acrobatic catches. None of them were where they were jumping up high over the middle. The drops that happened from everybody, from every quarterback, the ball hit both hands with all both feet on the ground. I I just I so I was I was a little concerned about it, but it's it's interesting. Now I understand what you're saying. You like the depth. You like seeing the guys underneath stepping up and trying to earn roster spots. So I do I do understand what you're saying. I like that. Well, it's not only that. It's Debo's healthy. That's the big thing. When I saw him get that ball and turn up field, I was like, all right. That that that's that's one thing that impressed me so far. I like what we saw from Webster when they did a, they threw him the ball. Yak, he ran the ball. Ran it picked up a lot of yards on on, on a jet sweep. Then you throw in um Jennings. They got the ball in his hand quick, and he took off downfield. Like he, one was 15 yards, and the other one he did a deep crosser or a sh- uh, an in route, a deep in route was thrown by Rosen. It was high. He went up and got it and made the catch for 15, I think. So it, it's all things like the reason why I picked it. It's people that were injured last year, and they're showing that they're ready this year. That's part of the reason why I picked them. I mean, Richie James on. Um, IU, the, the drop is concerning. Um, but it, in my opinion, there's no excuse for IU. There's no excuse for Richie James because, like you said, both those throws hit them right in the hands, and there's no excuse that you do not catch that. Who dropped so, the other two passes for Lance and Craycraft? Craycraft dropped one. Um, IU dropped one. Richie James dropped one. And that was it for Lance. Those were the three for Lance. Yes. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because there was one that was worse than the Richie James one. Uh, the I, Ayuk one. The Ayuk one was the worst one. Because why not? He was right in his hands and he was in stride and he was yeah, like in stride, like just go, you know. And I, I'm not saying Ayuk is bad. I don't want anybody to misinterpret anything that I'm saying. So please don't do that. Don't please don't do that. All right, guys. I want to know the worst groups this time. All right. Uh, we'll go in reverse. Tony, you went last, so you can go first, and then Wayne, and then I'll bring up the rear. The worst. Oh, man. Um, y'all, didn't, y'all didn't even tell me my lighting looked different today, man. I'm, I'm so like, I'm sorry. There we go. Your boy is back. I'm so sorry. I'm going to say the depth of the offensive line. Very concerning. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that was the majority of the issue with his struggles. Let me ask this question about the offensive line while we're here. And uh, this is what we'll do. We'll, we'll have little conversations about each each group if you guys want. Um, <clears throat> is it possible that the offensive line looked as bad as it did because none of these five guys play together consistently? Like they were just mixing and matching and twirling and swirling, and we that, know we know footing, spacing, and all that is a very integral part to offensive lines playing well. And that I agree with. They have no time to gel, but also, I, I just you see, I think the starting offensive line, well, the starters of this game played well as a unit. I thought they played well, minus the hiccup between Sermon and Brunskill on the one pass protection with 
Chris Jones. Um, I think they played well, and Trey Lance played well behind them. The minute they took Moore out and inserted Coleman, they took McGlinchey out, inserted Compton, they took um, um, uh, Brunskill out. No, Brunskill stayed. They pulled out Tomlinson and inserted McKivitz. That's where it got mm, a little choppy. And the majority of the issues were coming from the outside, the two tackles. Um, so that's where I think Trey Lance went from here and started to do this. Also, with the two-minute offense as well. Um, your two-minute offense is mainly based on rhythm. And playing behind that offensive line, he was never to get able to get into a rhythm. Um, Jay Eli just said Dakota Shipley looked good. I agree with that. Now, with Banks out, I would like to see Shipley get some reps at right guard to compete with Brunskill and McKivitz. But, I mean, who am I? So, I just want to see. Uh, I, that's the concerning, the depth on this team. When they put the second unit in, they really struggled. So, and like I said on Breezy Show, Banks is a very talented player. You ask him to switch from left to right and drop 20 pounds. That's totally changing his philosophy and technique on how he played at Notre Dame. So, what's up with this team asking Notre Dame linemen to lose weight? Why do they do that? Because they want the ability for these guys to get downfield. Now, if you watch, why the draft them? Just draft right. a different guy. Yes, because yes. he's talented. But what, what they did was they took they took the weight off of him and made him the player. They're making him a player that he was not at Notre Dame. So they took him out of his realm by switching sides and asked him to lose the weight to come to the right side and play lighter. But I will tell you this. He looked a lot faster getting downfield, minus 20 pounds. On I forgot what play it was. I think it was a bubble screen to Jennings to the left. Um, and he got downfield blocking people downfield. I like that. I like what I, I like what I saw, but he just has to change and get his technique more sound, up to date and more more polished, if you will, to be able to play at that right at that weight and be successful successful on the right side. All right. Breezy, it's on you, man, to give us the worst group, and then we'll discuss it. Overall group, I thought the special teams was the worst, yo. Wait, I got I got a time time out here. Uh, when you say special teams, because there's a lot involved there. There's kickoff. There's a lot involved. There's, there's there's, so I could talk about, I could talk about all of it. Oh, right? you, you you meant all the special teams? I said overall, yeah, like overall. Oh, wow. Right. I, so you so you can't like all right. So kickoff. If you want to say, I didn't like the kickoffs actually. Like, I didn't like the way uh, um, Mitch Wisnowski was kicking off. Matter of fact, he had a short kickoff, and that was gave the the Chiefs good field position. And that's how they kind of came back and kind of took over the game. You got to add in the penalty on that as well. Had he kicked the ball in the damn end zone, though, possibly that penalty wouldn't have happened, and the Chiefs might not score on that drive. So I start there. That's one of the things. I didn't, yeah, he punted a lot, but I didn't think he was like really good at punting and placing the ball. Balls was going into the end zone, right? Uh, and then the the high, the I'll give you the bright, the low spots and the bright spots on the special teams in general, okay? And so these are low spots, obviously. Also on special teams, when your kicker's missing extra points, that's not good. Even though he didn't make the field goal, he didn't he didn't make a field goal. So I guess bro, he's doing that joint. 
he doinged it. That's that, that's what I call it in my house. It was a doing. Because if you're in the stadium, you know exactly what I'm talking about. If they got the boom mic set up, so you I just did, I didn't expect you to say that, bro. I didn't expect you to say that. that's why I'm laughing. Do you remember right. during, during the live stream? I'm like, wait, what happened to the extra point? Why did, <laughs> where, what happened? They I don't know if they didn't show it right away. I don't know if I missed it or what. Because that was after the ADR, so we going crazy. You know what I'm like? Right, right, right. Over here. I didn't even see it. I went back and did the rewatch. He doing that joint. Yeah. What? Yeah, man. It, it, it's it, it's that, but. Um, I guess the, those are those would be some of the low spots, and then and then you can factor in one good return by Webster. His second return wasn't that great. Um, coverage got down there or whatever or whatnot. But Travis Benjamin is terrible. Richie James is still not good on on on. So so I feel like the special teams is still going to be a work in progress. Is what I'm saying. Until they put the exact guys they want on, and you know other other than. The long snapper, the kicker, and the punter. Those are the locks. But until they put the right guys they need in, in there on special teams to gain that continuity, I think it's going to be it's a, it's a struggle. So we're looking to see who's going to be the gunners. We're looking to see who's going to be, you know what I'm saying? And so that that's what I'm thinking. Uh, I, I don't care about Butler, Nigel. I only care about Robbie Gold. <laughs> he the one that got to make the Butler, points for our team. Butler's not on that roster. I, I, <laughs> I could care no. less about him. Uh, let me ask you this question, though. Because I I, I kind of like the the coverage units. I know I know there was a one big. Return, I didn't say right? the coverage units were bad. I'm oh no just... no I know. I'm just I'm just saying like you know I, w- I want to talk about the, the group the, the the group as a whole, uh, and I want to bring the positive. I I was kind of impressed with the coverage unit. Um, there was there, there was one, there was one that was a little bit concerning, but for the most part, I was I was kind of happy with what they did. What are your guys' thoughts on that? I like the coverage units. I was very impressed with them, and it was led by Hufunga. Talk your shit, Tony. That's your guy. That's your guy. All right. So Tony gave us offensive line. Um, any Wayne gave us the the uh, special teams unit. Any other feedback on the special teams as a whole? Any 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 standouts? Any negatives? Any positives you want to point out, Tony? Um, I thought the linebackers played solid too. The group, uh, Griffith. Um, whoa, 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 whoa! I'm talking about special teams. Oh, I thought you said other position group. Um, no, 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 I'm talking about special teams. Still. No, I like. I just like the coverage. The return with Richie James was horrible. Um, there was a couple snap. I think one snap I saw was low. The punting was bad, except for the one where he really got under it and banged it, I think, like 70 yards. Um, the missed field goal. I do like when Webster came in, he had the on the one kickoff. It was a short kick, so he tried to come up, and then he pulled up at the last minute. The ball bounced, went high, he jumped up, got it, and that's where he got tackled for no gain. Um, but He was lost on that play, too. It, was, I, it wasn't just. What just happened? I, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have started talking. I can't hear you. Everything's like cuckoo right now. Can you now. hear me? You're choppy. Am I choppy on your end, Wayne? No? Nah. Uh Tony, I'm going to drop you out and bring you back in, okay? He can't hear me. You got us? Better? Tony? Nothing? 
Say something. Talk. Hello? Yeah, we got you. You hear me? Yeah. Both yeah, of you guys I are frozen right now. Oh, he, that's that, that's a reception issue on his end. Uh, I don't know if he can. Uh, let me just finish it. Finish your thoughts on the. Uh, and then we'll we'll try to get you drop that back out. All right. He can't hear us. All right. Uh, I don't know. OK. Tony, hello. Can you at least look at the screen, bro? Read the chat. Read the chat. The chat. Read the chat. Read the chat on the side of the screen. Okay, never mind. Finish your thoughts. All right. Never mind. Okay. I don't know. He's, he has to leave and come back in order for it to work, I guess. And he's, he's not even leaving. All right. Um, my worst group. Uh, let me see. You guys said offensive line. You guys said the uh, special teams already. Oh, I'm going to have to go to. Can I say, can I say the pass rush? I know you guys said we got the five sacks, but yeah, man, say it. See, I gotta go back. I'll be honest with you. Let me, let me, let me, let me be clear here. I wasn't happy with what the defensive line did at all. First team, second team, whatever. I didn't like it. Now I understand that most of the first team didn't even play to begin with. So let me be clear with what I'm saying here. Right. Uh, I was not happy with it at all. I thought that, for as much praise as they got all offseason, I thought we were going to see a little bit more from the depth, okay? Um, and I didn't see it. I didn't see it. I think that maybe we saw, wow, the second-team defensive line is so good they can start on other teams was because of how bad our backup offensive linemen were. I tried to tell and, you that backup offensive line is doo-doo. But remember we had this discussion. I, I said chicken I, or the egg. And we, we had this whole discussion on Twitter. You chimed in. We had a little bit of it here on the show. Uh, it was maybe the offensive line is so bad that the secondary line, uh, defensive line is looking that good. And I think that kind of came to fruition. Now, I will say I didn't think that we got five sacks or four sacks. So I do have to go back and look again. I, I need to see if they're covered sacks or whatever uh, because our secondary did play really well. And it's very possible that they were covered sacks, right? But I don't want to take anything away from the people who got those sacks. Kudos to you guys. But for the most part, I wasn't impressed with what I saw from our defensive line. I wanted to see more, especially because most of our depth are veterans, you know, and that that kind of weighs on me. You know what I'm saying? So I wanted to see something a little different. My man, Tony, is back. He's going to give us a thumbs up when he's ready to pop back in here. And uh, that means that he can also hear us because I saw the thumb go up. All right. So, you know, uh, I'm going to I'm going to go with the defensive line here. Um there were some positives, so I don't want to misconstrue anything, just like there were positives with the special teams, and there were even positives with the offensive line. Uh, I didn't say my positive for the offensive line, but I want to I want to put a spotlight on more for the offensive line. I know there was that one play that everyone's going to say that resulted in the sack, but for the most part, I think Moore had a really, really solid game. He had a really solid game. Uh, but 
back to what I was saying, that defensive line, I, did, I didn't see the hype. I did not see the hype about the depth. I, did, I didn't see it. It wasn't consistent enough. Um, and like I said, I'm going to have to go back and watch to see how we got those sacks, were they coverage sacks or what, um, and not to diminish what those guys did, but I was not impressed. I'm sorry. Uh, what are your guys' thoughts on the defensive line as a whole? And you can highlight individuals if you'd like to, also. But Breezy, what you eating? are you are you eating Ritz crackers and cheese? Like, what what are you doing? Cape Cods. I don't even know what that is. All right, go ahead, go ahead, Tony. I thought hurt. Um, not hurt. I thought uh, Key played well. He had a lot of pr- he had pressures. Uh, he didn't get home, but he did have pressures. It made the quarterback step up. Um, I like Mo Hurst. I like what he did. Street had a couple nice reps. Um, Givens played okay. He got pushed out, washed out a couple times, being over aggressive. And the defensive ends, I mean, Yarborough did okay, but they need to they need their they need their aces back. You know what I'm saying? There's only so much that these guys are gonna get you because remember, these guys were asked to play a full game and be like the leaders of the defense and try to generate the pass rush that we all expect this defensive line to uh, have and give, but they need to be, they need the stars need to return and they need to put, go back into those roles. Zach Kerr had one or two good plays, but then he got, he just disappeared and he was on the field, but he just disappeared. Um, I think once they get healthy, um, and these guys play the fill-in roles, the rotation roles, that's when you, I think you'll see this defensive line take that step. Someone mentioned Calhoun in here. Calhoun did play good, but Calhoun is missing closing is missing the closing speed to get to the quarterback. He gets around the edge. He plays the edge. He plays the run well. He sets the edge versus the run well. But he doesn't have that closing speed to get that quarterback down. All right, Breezy, any thoughts on the defensive line? If not, we'll move on to the next section. section. None no? whatsoever. All right, so um, <clears throat> they did, they, the, the next group I want us to name, not quite good enough to be the best, not quite good enough to be listed in the worst. What were some of the groups that you guys thought I need to see more of to make a decision on whether they're bad or whether or not they're good? All right, one of you guys go first. The next one can go next, and I'll go last. Um, It's like... I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with the. I'm gonna go with the running backs. Now I know our starters didn't play. Uh, Trey Sermon, did, did he got injured in the game? Right. Ended up getting his hand. Yeah, he got some. Either it was a stinger or it was something with his wrist. Yeah, Trey Sermon looks promising. Hasty looks good. Uh, Wayne Gallman, eh. Um, but it's just like when they use them, we got a plethora of running backs, which is a good thing. This is why this is not a it's not a necessarily bad thing. It's mm-hmm. good, um, but it's like hard to get any consistency because we have so many. And it's like uh, you had Sturman start the game, Gallman comes in, then and then Hasty kind of like closes out the game, like you know what I mean. And he gives you a, a burst of energy, and it could be a couple of things. It could be that he's quicker and faster than Gallman. Uh, it could be that he uh, didn't Trey Sermon fumble the ball. That's when he got hit. Okay, he got hit right on his hand. 
All right, so he's got to he's got to be better protecting the ball or, or whatnot. You know what I'm saying? Can't be fumbling the ball. Uh, now they can't. Jermichael Hasty, so I believe he fumbled the ball in the game as well. Uh, but we see what Kyle Shanahan does with these these young running backs. He's last year with Hasty, he let him fumble and kept going to him. Like you know what I mean? And he kind of did it again in the preseason game. He had a fumble and he went back. So Hasty was a spark. Um, and so the the running backs that we saw look promising i just would like to see more i would like to see if mitchell can be healthy what mitchell can do maybe will he win the third the third down back will he be our third down back guy if not can jermichael hasty be the third down back guy because he gives you that that oomph um and so i'm i'm excited for this group i would just like to see more okay all right you know i think that the running backs How do I how do I articulate what I want to say here? I I think the running backs that this is this is a very good pick. It's a good pick because there was um there was an entire set of downs where we didn't pass the ball. We got a first down, and the very next play was another gain of four. Mm-hmm. So we moved it twelve yards in three plays, and then another four yards in the next. That's sixteen yards on four plays. I mean, I know this was a preseason game, but that's the kind of shit that we were doing to Green Bay and to to Minnesota in the postseason. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> that was Trey Sermon, by the way, too. All three of those carries were Trey Sermon. They they switched it out, and the next play was um, Gallman. Gallman. Gallman, maybe, yeah, Gallman. Um, now, I do think that the running backs were kind of held back because there were so many that were out. You know, uh, Moster didn't play in this game, right? And neither did uh, the other rookie, Mitchell. Mitchell didn't play in this game, right? Abductor strain, no. Right. So you were left with three guys to kind of spread out the entire course of the game. And that's a normal roster. When preseason, you're supposed to be using five or six guys. They didn't have that luxury. Was there anybody else that got carries as a running back other than those three? As a running back, no. Webster got a jet sweep, but and Jennings too were considered runs instead of pass or receiving yards. Yeah, yeah. So you know that's what it is. Shout out to Raul. I'm going to put that comment up here. Really, you know what? I, sh- I let me let me get this question off of here really quick. James White asked this question: Will Hurd play in the next game? Um, and then I can start putting other comments up here. But let me let me. Ask, let me <laughs> Tony said. He looked well, like the emoji. Wayne, you missed it. We kind of got into a little uh, spat. The three of us, Nick was on earlier, and we got into a little spat about Herd. I asked the guys if they were concerned about Herd's injuries, uh, not injuries, about Herd not practicing today because of the knee thing, right? And they said yes, that it was a concern, and he's got to do more, and he needs to get out there to practice. And my response was, why? Because other guys are getting maintenance days. He didn't have any injuries. He didn't have any setbacks. He just didn't feel 100%, so they, they're holding him out, right? They We've heard we've heard that uh, Kinlaw, I want to get out on the field. I want to get out on the field. And Kyle is going to the podium and said he wants to play, but we're telling him, no, we're going to keep you out for a maintenance day, da 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 Well, now Kinlaw's hurt, right? So I don't hold it against him, and I'm not concerned when they say that they're holding him back. Not that he's holding himself back. They ask him how he's feeling. He gives them an answer, and they say, all right, Today, you're not going in there. So I said I wasn't concerned because it was not a new injury, not a setback. 
Now, Nick and, and Tony uh, agreed with each other saying that it was a concern. But that's neither here nor there. Will Hurd play in the next game? Here's my question. We have seen since the beginning of time with joint practices in the, in the preseason where players will shine, players will look really bad, and the reports come out in an abundance during uh, the week. And when it's time for the two teams to play each other in the preseason game, a lot of players don't get in. Okay? <clears throat> if the reports from camp and from the beat writers are that heard look really good against the Chargers, do we even need to see him in a preseason game then? So I'm changing up what James White question is. Because in joint practices, to me, joint practices are more important and more valuable than the actual preseason game because this is something that happens all week long. I don't it's care okay. what happens in the preseason game. I care about what's happening. In, they're only practicing Thursday and Friday together. Yeah, so there's no need for them. I'm, if, if these guys are out there and they're getting it, then so what? But, this, but it, all, it all depends, Mike. It all depends on his role in those Thursday and Friday practices. So I can understand why it's a concern. Yeah, no, no, that was my question. If he goes out there and he balls, if we're starting to hear, you know, Jalen Hurd went crazy, uh, seven catches, 100-plus yards, da 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 a touchdown or two, do we need to see him in the preseason game then? That, that's my question. It's different from what James White is saying, but this week in particular, I think my question is important because it's joint practice week. Your question is important. But it's like, okay, so you're saying if he plays against the other team practice, like, like, but it's practice, even though it's still more like a realistic type situation. It's a realistic practice if you want to call. It's like another scrimmage before the scrimmage, I guess you, you can call. I mean, it's a scrimmage before the preseason game. Um, it's a, it's weird though because wouldn't you like to see him in an actual game? Me personally, you want my honest answer? Yeah, like why not then? No, I, I'd rather see him week one than in preseason. And I think so. This is what Tony and, and, and Nick were saying to me. You're such a Jalen Hurd fan that you keep defending him, right? I'm okay with the maintenance days as long as there's no setbacks. I'm okay with him wanting to get better so we can be ready for yeah, week one. I, I right? also don't trust everything that Kyle Shanahan says, and you take things with a grain of salt. So he might say there's no setbacks. But right. we don't know if there are no setbacks because we don't right. know how Hurd might be actually feeling. And so it's like, it's weird because I, I think I get where you're coming it's from. About who, it's about who you trust, right? But what yeah. I'm saying is this, with the, with his injury history, I'm not rushing him back if something's tight or if something's swollen. No, or I some, got it. Because yeah. I, don't wanna, I don't want a setback. I don't want another injury. But here's, here's the thing. If he doesn't find a way to make his way on – like out there and other guys are progressing then how does he make this team mike because you can't well kyle shanahan could do with anything that he wants that he's the head coach but i would question kyle for cutting a player like juan jennings or uh simba webster or any of these other wide receivers that are out there Last time I checked, availability is the best ability, right? And so, yes, sir. I agree that you would rather sit him if he's a sure lock 
to make the team, but then you're passing on another person that can possibly contribute now. And then God forbid he has a setback when the season start, and then it's not going to really look good. And so, <laughs> so that, that's, that's why I think fans are saying um, he needs to get out there and prove himself, Mike, you know what I'm saying? And I get what you're saying. He's got to prove he can come on the field, contribute, go through a whole game without being injured. That's that's what that's I was saying to Tony. To and this is what I was saying to Tony and Nick. That fans are being selfish. They want to see it themselves. I'm okay if he's killing it in practice. The last report we heard from when he participated in 11 on 11 was that he had a day. His first catch was an aggressive turn up field, and he ran for X amount of yards. Da 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 da. The three catches, right? That's what the report. That was the last report. Even Kyle said I was actually impressed with his three catches and da 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 da. That was Kyle's report on it, right? I was happy with that. I don't need to see it in preseason if it means risking a potential injury in preseason, right? But then you're risking the injury in the regular season. But if it happens in the regular season, it happens in regular – you can't hold people back. But that's the season. issue. If you decide to go that route and you cut somebody like Breezy's saying of a Jennings or a Webster caliber, right, now it's kind of like – Okay, we put this guy in the field and he just got hurt and he's done for the year. But now we don't we can't go get them because they're on another roster. So that's why I'm saying I would like to see it and prove he could play a game, a full game, and stay healthy, or even a first half and say, All right, I my three catchers, I'm off the field, I'm good. At the end of the game, there's no injury report for, with his name on it. That's what you want to see. And then that point, you could say, All right, we can hold them out for the rest of the preseason now. But you can't say I'm going to save him for the regular season, week one versus Detroit. He runs on the field. He's on the fucking ground grabbing his leg. Then what do you do? Because you just cut Jennings or Webster. Doesn't it's the same thing you do when Solomon Thomas and Nick Bosa go down in week two? It's the same Mike, thing you do when Mike, Jimmy you can't compare Hurd to Nick Bosa. I said it's the same thing you do. I they don't play the same position. I'm not comparing them. I'm saying that guys who practice and practice has nothing to do with what happens if they get injured in a game. If they get injured in the game, they get injured in the game. Okay, there's nothing right. you can do about that. Why right. risk it during meaningless snaps? If he looks good in practice, I don't need him to show anything. But the issue, the Mike, this is the issue. You got to understand this. He is yet to play one official game. It's his fourth year. That's an so, issue. Okay, so he hasn't played a game in three seasons. So let's risk him in practice. Well, you got to see if he's durable, well, Mike. We're not talking about just practice. We're talking about preseason. I don't like, understand don't why you can't see this. Like, it, it's, about, it's, it's in front of you. preseason game, not just practice. He's playing in practice. The issue no, is he's not playing in preseason, which is I'm, game game. I'm talking specifically this week. And that's why so I asked you. You don't want to play him this week, but you're willing no. to play him in, the, in, in, in week three? Yes, because yeah. that's the dress rehearsal per Kyle. Right, that's the, that is the dress rehearsal. Isn't that what that Kyle said? And so what happens if he gets hurt there? Then he fucking gets hurt. He can't help that. I can't. Okay, help so that. then you should have played week two. Is, he he warmed up this morning. He said my knee feels tight, and y'all are saying, "Oh, that's bad." He's got to get out there and practice. I'm he, saying no. Let him sit on the sideline, stretch, and run individual drills, so you can play, participate in the next practice. But no, I I, I I agree with that. I'm just saying he has to find a way to get on the field, Mike. His job. Yes. Is to figure that out, and yeah, Kyle's and job is to is to manage as much as he can the the safety of his players. So it's got to be affecting Kyle Shanahan mentally 
on a player that he drafted who can't seem to figure out this healthy situation because the knee a knee is a knee. Trent Williams got a knee issue. Uh, Sean Coleman got a knee issue. Uh, uh has a knee issue. Knee. The list goes on and on. But what right. I'm, listen to me. So I think that we're losing what I'm saying. I think that we're losing what I'm saying. I want to see him also. Okay. I don't need to see Trent Williams in preseason. I know what Trent Williams can do. We don't know what Jalen exactly. Hurd can do in the NFL because we haven't seen it. Right. And okay. I'm so anxious to see him in the NFL that if he has a good practice this week during another team scrimmage and practices, I'm saying that if it's good enough there, I don't need to see him on the next preseason game, and I'd rather him make it to the other preseason game or to week one. That's what I'm saying. No, We're all saying the same thing. And I, I get what you're saying. I got 100%, but it's just, it's just a weird situation because how does Jalen Hurd make this team when we got six receivers that should make this team? How does Jalen Hurd make this team when we got six receivers that should make this team? Because the bottom three or four aren't doing anything either. That's how. Okay. Okay. Now, I'm not saying – I mean, going off of what Kyle says, there's only three locks. Three. No, he said two. He said two today. I'm sorry, two locks. That's right. He said two locks. He didn't mention their names, but we can all assume that it's Debo and Brandon Ayuk. He said there are two locks. I'm sorry. Yep. He said, as far as I'm concerned, they're all up for grabs. Get I think I think he's taking seven, and 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 the majority of everybody else think he's taking six, and so and Hurd doesn't seem to be included in any in, in the six, but he would definitely be included in the seven, depending on how he finishes practice throughout this preseason. If his health is good, Hurd makes the squad hands down. Now, I will go on out, and I want to, I'll clarify this too. If this was not the joint practice week. I would say we got to see him. He's got to learn how to get through a week of practice so we can get to the game. And that's what this, if this was not the joint practice week, that's what will be on the line. I was disappointed that he didn't play last week. Y'all saw the video in in the WhatsApp group chat. I made a bet with our group that Hurd would play Saturday. He didn't, and I had to pay up with my push-ups, and I posted the video, right? So y'all know I want to see him also. But what I'm saying is, this week is different than any other preseason week because it's the joint practice week. We have heard about guys shining in no the pun intended. Huh? I said no pun intended. Oh, I missed it. I don't even know what I said. You said we have heard. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good job. But like you, but you guys get what I'm saying. This is a joint practice week. So if he goes out there and kills it this week, cool. If he struggles. Or looks a little iffy, then he needs to get out there and play when we're back on the field for this for this week's practice, uh, for this week's uh, scrimmage, uh, not scrimmage, uh, preseason game. We need to see him then. But what I'm saying is, if he shines, I am selfish and I want to see him. But I'll take that back seat and let him get to the dress dress rehearsal if the team decides that. I'm not upset at them for saying, "Hey, his knee is a little tight. He's going to sit out this week." We've seen him do it with Kinlaw. We've seen him do it, and and this is another thing, Breezy. Maybe you can settle this for us. It was two against one. Tony and Nick said that Nick Bosa has taken part in, in team reps and drills. Has that happened this offseason in practice? I, I'm, he, 
he hasn't participated in 11 on 11s exactly that that was my point he, not one time has he done it they're coming back from the same injury and and for whatever reason we're completely okay with Nick Bosa not participating Mike, in 11 on 11s you but when her does it they say it's still not enough and what my point was with that was that he's ahead of Nick Bosa in the recovery and it's still not good enough at least Hurd has participated in 11 on 11s that was my point they were like no yes he has Nick Bosa has yes. and I'm like no he hasn't Kyle just said that he hopes that he can get him in 11 on 11s next week Kyle said that today he said that he may be able to get him in right so he may be ready for them I'm sorry right 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 and and like I said I know they do different things I know we've seen Nick Bosa da 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 da, da. I'm talking about getting healthy and getting ready and right now, you know, ahead of Bosa in the recovery. Do you know the strain that's put on a knee pushing a sled? Yeah, which is exactly okay. why it's I a lot know. more than jogging on the side of the field, Mike. I'm sorry. I'm it sorry. It doesn't matter. His job is not to push a sled. That's not his job. He's not a tight end. Oh He's not I, a I can't even believe you're comparing Bosa to fucking jail. I'm not comparing them playing. I'm comparing their injuries exactly, exactly. that's what i said i can't believe you're comparing those injuries like i i can't because I, I, guy, you're right I'm an or not. seriously it's, it's an knee or not it's annoying it really is is it a knee or not what is it a knee or not what do you mean is it a knee or not yeah it's that's a knee comparison that i was making is a knee right what i'm saying is you're comparing a guy that never stepped on the effing field like this guy needs to prove. You're talking about attributes and all that, and I've agreed Come with you on, on Mike. That. I already agreed with you on that. All right, that's fine. Then don't agree with me. You like Jalen Hurd. I just that's said it. I did agree with you on that. I just said I, I did agree with you. So I, I, I don't understand so how annoying. what I'm saying is getting lost in context. I keep explaining it over and over. Because you're you're, you're saying if it's okay that if, if it's okay that Bosa could do what he's doing, it's oh should be okay that Jalen Hurd. I never Hurd's said that it was okay. I said that Hurd is further along because he can participate in 11 on 11s. How is that? How are people missing what I'm saying? Okay. How is it still being missed? You're right. Bosa is not healthy enough to participate in 11 on 11s. True or false? It's true. It's not even a debate. It's true. I will bet Jalen you a Hurd lot of money that he is. I'll bet you money. If the season started tomorrow, he would be full bore. I will bet you money. If the season started tomorrow, he would be full bore, no restrictions. Tony, I agree. I said that if the Niners made the postseason last year, that Nick Bosa was probably going to be good enough to come back. I said that last year. So then I what are you saying? What, what, you're comparing because, he's more healthy now to play 11 on 11. Being held out is being held out for precaution. Right. They're doing it for both players. Yeah, why, this, why is what I'm saying so confusing? The difference is you're saying that it's okay that he could be pulled out. There's an issue with his knee. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, there's an issue with his knee. If he's complaining that it's stiff, it's tight, it hurts, it's pain, that's an issue. That's not normal. You have a surgically repaired knee. It should be better. You should be you should be partaking more with no restrictions, right? With minimal restrictions. You should be more involved. This guy can't get through one week of practice. Have you ever heard a coach say, we held him out of practice, but if it was a game, he would have played. Yeah. No, I, yeah, whatever. I don't care. Okay. All right. Oh, cool. I'm done. I, I get right. where I get I get okay. where you're coming from, Mike. I do. 
I do get where you're coming from. Now, just think of the message that you're going to send to this team. You have a guy breaking his balls in Jennings. You have a guy breaking his balls. In I get where Tony's coming from. Now, let me explain to you. You choose Jalen Hurd because he's Jalen Hurd over those guys. You know the message you're sending to them? Who said Jennings won't make this team? I got Jennings making the team. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. According to Kyle, there's only two locks. Am I correct or am I incorrect? Yeah, so there's four more spots. Correct. Who are the other four? Give me four. And Damn. don't include her. Give me four. You have Ayuk, Samuel. This is who I would pick. Ayuk, Samuel, uh, Sanu, Sheffield, Sherfield. Um, Jennings. Jennings, and I would go Webster as your last one. Okay. And if you're, t you're telling me that you would be upset if Sanu didn't make the team? And they kept Hurd instead. We saw Sanu. Man, get the all right. You you don't mean that. There's no way you mean that, Mike. What he, did what has Sanu done? What has Jalen Hurd done? Nothing. But Jalen Hurd is is <laughs> half the Thank age. You, you just said it. Age, He's done nothing. So why half the age and twice the potential? But. But he's also injury prone. Jesus Mike. fucking God. He hasn't played one game. He's also, he's also injury prone. So but we're going to keep we're going to keep the 32 year old receiver who couldn't do anything last year because he was injured. Line up on the field and he can contribute because he's in the best shape he has been he, in his he was, career. He was, he's he was also injured last year, Mike. Like, he come heard, on, man. Like, it's there. Muhammad it's there. Was injured last year. That that's what the start of the season. And you heard Kyle say, "Oh my gosh, this guy mm -hmm. has." We, we, we called him up. He said he wanted to come back. He was in better shape. We gave him the invite, and that's why he's here, Mike. And he's been having a hell of a camp, Mike. Hell of a no, camp. No, 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 no. He had a good first practice, and everything else I've heard about Sanu has been negative, extremely Not, negative. I'll, I'll and I've texted people, I've DM people to ask what's going right, on. So, with so, uh, since you got the inside scoop, okay, but all right, whatever. I digress. For the sake of the show, we're going to move on. I say cut Jalen Hurd to make everybody happy because his knee swole up and he's not ready. We're not saying cut him. Put him on the field. Put the knee to test. If he's that far ahead, put him on the damn field. That's so, it. Hey, Coach Tony, my knee is really bothering me today. And your response is get out there and, and play anyway? Well, here's my question, player Mike. If you can't participate and this is an ongoing issue, maybe you should go get your knee evaluated. That's what I would say. So what if I can play tomorrow? Then play. Prove me wrong. Today? I'm asking about today. The, the practice starts, and I say, Coach Tony, my knee feels a little tight. If you want me to go out there, I'll go out there. And the if, team this is a one, if this is a one-time thing in training camp, all right, take the day off. But it's last week. It's the day before that. It's several times. It's an ongoing issue. There's a problem. Look at Jet McKinnick. He had his knee like this guy right here, Jet McKinnick. He had a torn ACL. He had surgery. He couldn't run 10 yards without feeling pain. What did they do? Send him to another surgeon. Get the knee fixed. If it's that big of an issue and he's having that type of problem with the surgically repaired knee, maybe he should get it reevaluated. Just saying. Now, I agree with what you just said. If it's an ongoing issue, get it evaluated. But it is. That's what we're trying to say because he hasn't been able to participate. He had one, one 11 on 11. I'm sorry, maybe two days. He did 11 on 11. One day he didn't even finish it because he couldn't. Uh huh. So that's not an issue. I never said it wasn't an issue. 
I never said that. So I'm agreeing with you. Get it evaluated again. Get some MRIs or CAT scans or whatever the hell they got to do and shots or whatever. I completely agree with you. Get him to the field. My thing was, if it's swollen, it's not hurting, why put him back out there just in case? Fight, live to fight another day. That's all I was saying. Now, I got this comment up here from Riggs Murtaugh, which still is one of the best names on here. Uh, Mike, you were mad that Jarek McKinnon was collecting a paycheck. I was mad from the moment we signed McKinnon because I never saw his value, and I was right about that. Just saying, I was right about that. Maybe I'm right about Hurd, too. Maybe Hurd is the receiver we all been waiting for. Maybe I'm wrong. We don't know. We will see. Only the only, reason, only reason why you were right about McKinnon is because he got hurt. And so you might not be right. You can't – why are you giving me that face? The dude because didn't play, McKinnon, for, he didn't play McKinnon, for two seasons. Because when he was healthy, he didn't show anything. He wasn't the same guy. He was two years older and just not the same. He looked pretty damn good in the Chiefs game, though. No, he looked don't like, do that. He looked no, like he didn't, didn't have tired legs. That's I'm just saying, bro. He didn't look you like he had McKin- You thought McKinnon looked good on, on he, Saturday? He led, he led the team in rushing with like 19 yards, and he didn't have tired legs. That's what you get. Yep. Yep. Can't sit here and say somebody led the team in rushing with 19 yards and don't want me to choke, bro. That's crazy. That is crazy. All right. I'm All going right. to bed, so, yo. I got to give you guys my uh, my group that I need to see more of, right? I believe, I, I believe I was the last one left, or did Tony go first? Did you go yet, Breezy? I, I don't want to go. I don't even know what the fuck we talking about. I, I got lost in the cut and the conversation of trying to figure out which side I'm going to pick. So I just quit. <laughs> I tell you what, you did a good job. You went back and forth. You sided with Tony. You sided with me. You sided with Tony. You, you did a good job being the, me, the mediator on that one. That was good. I like that. Thank you. I like Chris. that. Uh, yeah. um, I think the group that I need to see more of is going to be the, um, the specialists on special teams. Um, now it's also tough. Uh, Tony and I were discussing earlier today that we don't know what, uh, which now he was asked to do on the kickoffs and on punts, right? We don't know if they asked him kick it short to test the coverage, kick it long, like outkick the coverage on, you know what I mean? We didn't quite have a clear, uh, definition, but I do know nobody ever asked Robbie gold to miss an extra point. I know that never happened. You know what I'm saying? Um, I want to see more from the three specialists that we have. Um, there was one bobbled snap on a field goal or extra point attempt that I, it wasn't bobbled. Like it was, you got to turn the ball a little bit better, which means that the snap wasn't quite right. I want to see all three of the specialists do better before I can say, Hey, we might be in trouble or they're good and they're ready to go. So that, that was my, my group. It was specifically the specialists on special teams. I don't know if you guys have any feedback or any thoughts on that uh, before we move on. No. I agree with Mitch. Mitch has to step his game up if he wasn't being told to do certain things at certain moments. I wish that we could pick which microphones on the sideline we could hear or at least get a view. I would love after a punt to just follow Mitch to the to the coach just so I can see the body language and tell, hey, psst, they ain't asking him to do that. Look how mad he is. Hightower about to rip him apart. You get what I'm saying? Like, at least we would get a clue but they don't they don't do that because they don't respect kickers. They don't respect punters like that. So yeah, that's that. Um, all right, guys, let me do this really quick. We'll do a quick round table of overall thoughts on the preseason game that just happened. And then you guys can give me either what you want to hear from practice this week, like the joint practices, or what you want to see in the next preseason game. 
and then we'll go home. You'll go first, Brady. Overall, I thought the game was was good. Like I, I actually enjoyed the game. It was it came down to the end, guys. We had a nail biter in the preseason game. You know what I'm saying? And we should have won the goddamn game because, gosh darn it, they like the Mets. They can't close out a game. Fucking Mets. Anyway, I thought the game was good. We got a lot of good evaluation on a lot of different players. Some players that I thought would make the 85 are gone. I thought Vander does had a decent game and and you know on the team three, team four, whatever. He and he, and he had a sack, two tackles, and one of those was a sack. And he just like he was just placed in there, and it wasn't a coverage sack. Like he, he actually got uh to the quarterback. But I thought the game was overall good, man. What do I want to see this week coming up? Uh I, I hate to be the one to say less injuries, but I, I just want to see some of our our key guys go out there and do some things, man. Like I, I would like to see more from the starting offensive line. So I'm hoping that Kyle will allow them to dress up, even though he might not dress them all. He might still be experimenting. He might have some of the ones that played well. Like we might not see Trent Williams this weekend. We might see Jalen Moore go again because Trent Williams had a knee. Yeah. Injury. Trent Williams had, that's, that's something we forgot to mention at the top of the show. I'm glad you mentioned that uh, discussing the injuries that came out today. Um, we did talk about the shoulder injury for Kinlaw, but Trent Williams uh, left the practice early, or at the end of practice, he limped off. I think it was the end of practice, right? They said he limped off to the side, um, and we haven't heard much about that since then. So that's going to be something very interesting. I would not be surprised if he didn't practice for the rest of the week. Exactly. I, also would, I also wouldn't hold that against him. Mike, why you got to be an asshole? I got to keep the show juicy, man. Like, come on, man. That's what we do. That's what we do. All right. I didn't mean to cut you off, but you you, you brought no, up the thing that we didn't discuss. Go ahead. I, I would just like to see um, – I'm hoping we can get a little bit more Trey Lance. Um, I know he's going to want to come out there and be better. I'm glad he went 5 for 14. I mean, I wanted him to go better, but I'm glad he had some, you know, discrepancies with his gameplay because he looked like the type of guy that doesn't make the same mistakes twice. And so I can't wait to see him come out there this week. I hope, I'm hoping to have his great practice. Um, and if Jimmy starts, which nine times out of ten he's probably going to, I hope Jimmy stays consistent, man. If, if his game is the short passing game, let it rip. Uh, and, and and I mean, you know, keep throwing those quick darts. That's what Jimmy's good at. He's a quick processor opposed to allowing plays to develop. And so I'm, I'm all for it, man. I, like, I think that they'll come out there – uh, doing what they got to do, man. And I think they'll get a win. They almost had a win against the Chiefs, but I think they'll beat the Chargers. All right. And uh, before Tony goes, I want to say uh, Demarcus Dixon, thanks for the contribution. We appreciate it. He says, Mike has selective hearing when it comes to her. And I might. It is true I might. But I really do try to respond to every comment that is given to me and explain my point on it and then keep moving along. So I might have selective hearing. I really, really might. And I'm going this hard for somebody because I think that he could be an asset to the team. We uh, all do, if, Mike. That's 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 we all do. Tony does. I do. Nick, you. It's just that he hasn't been out there for us to see it, other than practice, which we don't see, and two preseason game and a preseason game a couple of years ago. And so you're right when you said that fans are anticipating to see him, 
but it's the same way they're anticipating to see Trey Lance, the same way they're anticipating to see guys they've never seen. So we can't be mad at us for wanting to see him. But when every time we mention his name, he's automatically attached to some type of an injury, whether it's just knee soreness. Might might just be knee soreness, you know, might just my knees hurt. Maybe he ran too hard. I don't know. And so I think that's where it comes to where we're like, oh man, it's not looking good for him. You know what I'm saying? So I'm that's why I agree with Tony. But then you're saying all the right stuff as well. Like you both are right. Like Tony says he needs to be out there. He does, but you're right. Let's let him be healthy before we put him out there so he don't get hurt again, right? And so you both are right. So Absolutely. And, and, and to Tony's point, and I agree with this, if the game is on Saturday, do whatever you got to do to get through practice so we can see you on Saturday. So I understand everything that he was saying. And that's why I don't think that I don't think I have selective hearing. And I and like I said, I can tell you when I understand your point and da 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 da. But I'm not mad when they hold him out of a practice if that means he can participate in the game. That, that's what my point was. So I might have selective hearing, Demarcus. Maybe you might be right, you know. You might be right. Uh, Tony, what were your thoughts on it all, bro? Uh, uh, overall on the previous game and then what you're looking forward to seeing in the next one or hearing from the joint practices because they might. I was very, very happy with the rookie class. Um, everyone seemed to play well. Um, minus Mitchell because he didn't play. He was due to an injury. Uh, the second Stringers, the third stringers, the guys that are fighting for the back end of the roster at some spots were played well. Um, it's very encouraging. The team didn't quit. They fought through the whole game. Um, Trey Lance did his thing. Uh, the offensive line, you know, after the, the first group that came out, the second group really screwed everything up offensively for the team and the run game, the pass game. Um a lot of positives, a lot of negatives, but I think the negatives are correctable. They could fix it in time and reps and practice. Um, yeah, I mean, and that's it. I just look for the team to continue to compete. I just look for the team to continue to progress and grow and correct their mistakes going forward. That's me and Trey Lance, all of them, uh, the line play. Um, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. I'm looking forward to hear – you know, some good reports from the, the scrimmages where, you know, we're going to watch the game live and, you know, we'll see what goes on there, but the scrimmages, obviously Twitter's your best friend. So that's pretty much it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, and I'm going to, well, DeMarcus gave us another contribution here. Thank you. He said, heard, heard just like the old man in the gym. Uh, when I said I can lift 225 back in the day, if we never see it. How do we know? And you, you, there's some merit to that. You know what I mean? Kyle just knew that Jarek McKinnon was the guy, but we didn't see it. So he, he, at some point, you got to show up. You got to show up. Uh, the difference is, and the reason why the team might have a little bit more patience with her, is going to sound funny, but he didn't have all that money riding on him. The team was anxious and felt like, hey, we got to get something out of McKinnon. So much so that they redid his They tore up his contract and gave him a new one on a minimum. And he still couldn't show his worth um, with heard on that rookie deal and with the uncertainty at the depth of wide receivers. I think that bodes well for Heard making the, the roster. But like you said, Demarcus, we got to see it. Otherwise, how do we know? So thank you for the contribution. We do appreciate that. Um, my overall thoughts from the last game were this. 
Uh, it was really good to see her. To, uh, not her. Listen, listen to me. Um, Jennings. I like what I saw from Jennings, Diamador Lenore, uh, Ambry Thomas. I think that they answered the questions about the depth uh, behind uh, Mosley and Barrett. I think they answered the questions. I think we're going to be okay. Uh, if one of those guys happened to go down, I think the Niners are going to be all right. And that's just from one preseason game against some really good receivers for the Chiefs. So uh, I liked what I saw from those groups. Um, and what I'm hoping to hear, what I want to see uh, either this week or um, this week in the joint practices or in the um, in the actual preseason game week two is going to be uh, the right guard position solidified. I want to know going into this season for sure who is going to be our starting right guard. Uh, and the reason I'm saying this week and not next week is because next week is supposed to be the dress rehearsal. When they trot out the offensive line um, for week three, I want it to be the offensive line. No substitutions, no stand-ins, no fill-ins. I want to see the real deal. I want to see those guys out there. So I want to see some solidification uh, at that. I don't even know if that's a real word, by the way, solidification. Uh, I don't know if anybody wants to look that up, but I want to see them solidify that right guard position. Uh, no, I don't think Banks is a bust. All right. Uh, Walter Galavales. Galav I'm sorry. I No disrespect. Uh, DM, fellas, I missed the whole show. I was spending time with the wifey. I'll rewind and start over when y'all end. Best freaking 49er show on the planet. Everyone hit that like button. Y'all better go out there and listen to what that man said. Y'all heard it. Y'all heard it. Where else you get passion like this? Where else do you get? I love it. I love arguing about the 49ers, man. Let's do it. Let's do it. The passion drives us. The passion fuels us. And it's going to be what continues to drive us and fuel us. Uh, guys, that's it. I got nothing else for us. I believe those were all our final thoughts. So let's get out of here. Wayne, I don't know if you're still with us because you're frozen. But if you are, I'm we're going to go frozen. ahead and take this thing home. Uh, Breezy, I started the show, and the comments they were singing, the they were singing your intro that you made for us. So you know that's how we ended the show tonight, bro. Wow. You know, yeah. And I somebody in the chat it. that EMA beats. He wants to know if you got the instrumentals. Uh, yes, yes, the email did come through. I didn't, I didn't see that, so I'm glad you let me know. Um, but yeah, man, I did see it. I did, I did get the email. So thank you very much for that. We're going to try to figure out a way to work some stuff in. So thank you for that. We really, really appreciate it. But guys, let's get on out of here. I'm going to point us out. So I hope you guys are paying attention and ready. Here we go. Prepare for glory. Anticipate pain. But always remain faithful. We're out of here, guys. Peace. This is Charles Haley. You're this is Charles Haley. We all gas, no brakes, pumped up. No fakes, we spinning, we winning, we high stakes We never miss, we all makes Look at us dudes trying to prove Bringing you news with nothing to lose Mike, Nick, Tony, Wayne Method man, we bring the pain hey. See, I'ma confess it We under the pressure If you looking to find us We them nothing but niners Niners. 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 Niners.